Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Drake Toll alongside Aaron Sexton continues on with you. You've heard Aaron for a couple of hours today on other shows that we have. The Press Box at noon, the JMO Show, John Morris, of course, at 2 o'clock. And then from 3 to 6, we take you the rest of the way and uh it is uh all hands on deck you're getting closer to kickoff baylor in utah that'll happen at uh, 11 a.m and that'll be that espn central texas kickoff show brought to you by the office of baylor alumni and drake um the good news is from the office of baylor alumni that i mean it's come one come all yeah, it is. I mean, you can be an alum. You can be a friend of a lo- uh, an alum. Uh, you don't even have to have a ticket to the game. Yeah, like you can come hang out with us, participate, watch the show. You had some family members who did that, and um, and some of your family members are still in town. And man, we're uh, it, the Toll family. We always love a extended stay, but this this one's been I know uh, a little scary for you, Drake. But uh, let me just say that's going to be a good. That's going to be a good atmosphere out there on Saturday morning. And I think by then, you know, after a week of gnashing of teeth, right, hair pulling, just everybody upset. I mean, I, I was listening to the AD on a local show saying, uh, uh, I mean, really, um, I- as far as like the anger and what that felt like and trying to understand what the fan base was feeling, uh, really – um, tapped into some of that and uh, and, and basically called uh, what happened unacceptable. Uh, but, but Drake, the good news is that's going to be a fun – I mean, uh, people should join us for breakfast tacos and eggs and bacon, the whole shebang. We have eggs and bacon? On Saturday morning. Yeah, there will be eggs. There will be that's bacon, big. all of that. That's big, Matt. I, I think the funniest thing that Dave Aranda and company can do this week is to beat Utah. It would just it would just be a really funny thing to happen is if Baylor comes out in the midst of all that you said at the gnashing of teeth and the smoke and everybody, you know, there's oh, everything's on fire. Everybody's saying fire Dave Aranda, fire Jeff Grimes, fire somebody. Everybody wants somebody fired. I think the funniest thing that could possibly happen is, Matt, you and I show up at 6 a.m. We go live at 7 a.m. We do a killer. We do it big for two hours. Nicole Sheard and company come on with John Morris or and Derek Smith, and they do a great hour or two. And the game kicks off, and the Baylor Bears, Sawyer Robertson, Seth Parr's quarterback, Sawyer Robertson, beats Kyle Whittingham's Utah Utes. Matt, that'd be the funniest possible thing that could happen this Saturday. Well, maybe funny, but it would be great. Be great. Matt, I have a question for you, too. I was uh, Somebody reached out to me on Twitter, a Utah fan, and said, what is the best place to tailgate? What is the tailgate scene at Baylor? 
And I said, you can join us at the Baylor Alumni Tailgate. Do yeah. we accept Utah fans this Saturday? That's tough. Yeah, one. I mean, I, I'm i okay with them stopping by. Okay. Um, no and, extended and, stays, though. No, no bacon and eggs for them. <laughs> Keep it moving, guys. Yeah, we'll uh, – I'll tell you what, if anybody from Utah wants to come by, I'll pay for their bacon and eggs. Oh, wow. I, I, I want to extend a, a welcoming hand to our new folks. And if somebody comes up to our broadcast table and says, Mosley, I heard you were buying breakfast for yeah. the for the Utes, I, I'll be happy to do that. I'll be happy to do that. In fact, I'm going to check in with um, Doug Furch and his gang and, and kind of find out because I want to tell people exactly – uh, anybody can show up and participate, uh-huh. and then I want to let them know kind of like, okay, how much it is to register and all that kind of stuff. Because I think you could probably show up, and if you wanted to pay for a meal, uh, you could probably have that happen. But I, I need to I need to confer with our buddy Doug Furch to make sure I've got all that straight. Paul Thorpe, all the, all the proper authorities out there. But um, it is going to be fun. And, Drake, this is your first – like most college kids, or you're now a, a proud graduate. Correct. You're probably not like a huge morning person. Now I'm not I, saying I you become, didn't have. I've become one. Oh, have you? Um, right. Thank you, Terry. I, Terry Tacker, Gary Moss. They're always up and early. They're always here. Yeah. So I I feel the pressure that I need to be in the office at my desk like eight eight fifteen. Yeah, I feel no such pressure. But I uh, I understand it and I admire that. But Thank you. this is a different animal because will you be awake? Oh, I'll be there. But we're we're going to need to be setting up, getting mm, things where ready. Where is the by we about, in setting up here, Matt? Uh, by at least five forty-five to six a.m. I'll tell you what I'll do. I will supply uh-huh. the morning coffee. I'm happy to do that. Okay. Uh, I've, okay. I've I've never pretended to be much of a help when it comes to setting anything up. But I certainly will be there to support and, and moral support and to kind of like act, you know, if you have a question, I can then go find someone to answer it, okay? There certainly will no, be no answers from me. There will never be a moment where I say, Drake, yeah. just turn that knob down, which is what you did the other day. You and Aaron figured out a way, and, and we just we continued right on and had a really right. nice uh, pregame show. Now – Dak Prescott was speaking not long before we came on, and boy, he's he's already uh, you know the outside noise. He's responding to all that. Uh, Prescott getting ready for that Giants game on uh, Sunday night, and this is what he had to say of other people's opinions. He said, "If I've ever given credit to people's opinions." I wouldn't have made it this far in my life in this league. Everybody has an opinion. For me, it's about focusing on what I can do with this team, the guys and the men we have, and I can't control everyone's narrative, what they try to make something out to be. It's about turning the page and writing a new sentence. The pen is in our hands, and we're ready to do that. Ooh, carpe omnius, <laughs> carpe omnius. Which I think it's just omnia. Out. I don't think there's an S at the end. Omnia. Thank we you. found out yesterday the Cowboys' new motto, carpe omnia, 
is means seize everything. And I kind of like old Dak saying, you know, pick up the pen. We're going to write the new chapter. And um, I, I, he's he's excited about the new offense. I mean, it, it's uh, this is about to happen, and it's an exciting time of year. Now, guys, we're going to have a full-on discussion of the beginning of the NFL season. We'll do that at 420. As the Chiefs and Lions get going tonight, kind of what that game represents, what it means, and and we'll give you the latest, of course, on who may end up playing in that game. One of those uh, one of those big time chief players who's been holding out. It's been rumored today that he'll be in a suite. He'll be in a suite watching the game tonight, which is always odd when you're holding out. And part of the reason he's going to be in a suite is to watch the championship banner go up to at least be a part of that of that championship and watch that celebration this is the lion's best hope to because Aaron you remember this and Drake you've seen this over the years when the when the Mavs won that title and they opened up the next year and I can't remember if did they play those same Miami Heat in the season opener those those championship banner celebrations can go awry because typically your mind isn't always in the game at the very start because you're crying and you're hugging and you're celebrating with your fans. I, I think the Lions could come in here and have a shot tonight. Are you picking What's the, the line, Lions to cover Drake? here? What's the line? Oh, you knew no you knew intended. that I would know the line. You knew that I would know the line tonight. Kansas yeah. City minus four and a half at home, and I might just take the Lions money line. Look, the NFL script writers have been working on this for months and months and months. They have so much time on their hands, Matt. Give me the Detroit Lions tonight against Kansas City. I think they're going to win it by uh, – it's going to be a, a snoozer, like a 28-20 that's not snoozer. It's like a 24-17 where you just go, oh, not a lot of points, but the Lions won. That's pretty That's pretty cool. That does not sound like a snoozer to me. That sounds like great NFL Maybe, yeah. action. I think you're right. 24 to 17. Yeah. Drake on the record for a Lions win. I mean, that's even if they didn't have Kelsey, and it's looking more and more like they'll have Kelsey. To me, that is a tall mountain to climb. Do you think they okay? Have we decided they're going to have Kelsey? Where are we on that? I'll what? say this. Oh well, I I think he's going to play. Okay. Okay. I mean, his the owner earlier today was saying, "Don't bet against him." Kind of sounding like Jerry. Uh, I I I think he's going to give it a go. Uh, Aaron, do you have that similar feeling as we get closer to kickoff? I don't. I don't. I think he wants to play, but I don't think they're going to let him. Okay. We could have some on-air, uh, in inter-office kind of bets here because I am I'm willing to go pretty strong that he does play tonight. Uh, Aaron, I, one thing I've failed to bring up, and I don't want to hit it too hard because the man, you know, he's, he's new to our show. We want to continue to show gratitude. He's really doing a nice job for us, but – Aaron, did did that? Which running back trotted out there the other night to start for the Bears? I know that got lost in in <laughs> all four the, days, man. I believe four days. it was Richard <laughs> Reese, <laughs> as as your producer predicted. 
Yeah, well, who got the bulk mm. of the carries? Which was not the oh, argument. Oh no, 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 no! And I wouldn't have argued that. You, you. I just thought that him being defeat. Drake, yes. Being here already and having the season he did last year. White flag. I, I thought he would be there, be out for the first first snap at least. Mm-hmm. Drake came strong. It, it, it always, to me, felt like, I mean, a, an interesting thing, Drake, to, to come in on, but I kind of liked it. it. It gave us some fun fodder heading into the game. True, it yeah. did not happen, and, and I was racing back because I was sick. Yeah, uh, and I had to race back to get back in time. Of course, I was pausing the game at the start, but I was listening to John, and <laughs> you can imagine everybody who listens to our show. When John sort of identified that Reese had started the game on the on the air, I started texting um, our man, uh, our man Aaron. Like, wait, is did he really? I mean, I was trying to get like confirmation. Uh, but anyway, Drake, you win some, you lose some, you came strong. Lost that will not one, yeah. be the the last time you're wrong on a prediction. No, you're right, and uh, and I'm I'm okay with it. But I, I I felt bad. I know that needed to be addressed. Yeah, and we've gone now four days and not done that. So I wanted to bring that up now. <sighs> from a from a Cowboys perspective tonight, we've got some really good um, Sawyer Robertson talk coming up. All right, this next segment. Uh, Drake has some really good insight into this young man. We had a great coach on yesterday, and I've got some thoughts on what I believe a young and new quarterback can do for a fan base. Uh, I think it's going to be a nice discussion. That's going to come up at 3.20. And then a reminder, at 4 o'clock today, Kirk Bowles, the esteemed writer uh, the Austin American statesman and uh, has covered the horns for many, many years, going on about 40 years. And he went to UT. He's a really got a great mind for this stuff. Kirk will uh, will join us at 4 o'clock today. Guys, um, this Cowboys offensive line is troubling. The Tyler Smith we knew about. And, and, and there seems to be a belief that he will be a go, but today he was on kind of the resistance cords, off to the side, did not practice. And then, oh, by the way, out of the blue today, limited in practice, starting left tackle Tyron Smith with what's being called a minor ankle injury. The problem, of course, Drake and Aaron, is that there's no – there's no minor injury when it comes to Tyron Smith. Yeah, no kidding. He is very injury prone, and I, I just was looking at something, guys, where somebody put the, the the who would start if those two weren't able to go, and it's enough to send chills up and down your spine. Like uh, the the Egbogu – the uh, what is that guy's name, Aaron? Uh, it, Adagu, I think is his first name. Adagu, you're doing great, Matt. He <laughs> Chima Adagu, he's over at left tackle, and then they'd have like somebody named Bass, um, like T.J. Bass would be over at left guard. I mean, this would be this would be scary, scary stuff for Dak Prescott. 
Uh, Drake, I'm not trying to be an alarmist. I think both guys are going to go, but this is not the news you want as you as you're heading into your first game of the season. No, it's it's not, and I don't know if it, if it gives you more questions than you want about the beginning of the season, and then you start to think of where do you place it. To me, Matt, the first thing that comes to mind, and maybe it's because I'm a broken fan or a broken analyst, is. Well, I guess better now, right? Uh, maybe there, there's time to help these guys. Because, look, the, the the early part, remember Dallas' first game last year, you thought, oh, this is going to be a long season, and obviously it was not. It was a super successful season. But I would prefer the Cowboys be ready to go at full health come week 13 more so than week one. This is still a you got an opportunity in your first three to five games to figure things out. Um, and And – Maybe that's too optimistic. Am I being too optimistic here with this? Yes. The 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 thing you got to remember about uh, the Cowboys is if if there somehow were a two and three start or something that where you didn't have it together and you didn't have these linemen, it would be it would be like chaos. There would be huge pressure on Jerry to make a trade for help. So, the I, I get what you're saying. You know, may I think the good news is neither one of these injuries seems serious. It's just something that bears watching, and and it's the one part of the team that is really scary. And again, that's every team in the NFL. It's not like they all have great backup linemen because those guys would be starting if they were so great but the depth for the Cowboys at, at offensive line is especially thin yeah. and especially um, troubling okay Drake told Mosley Sexton all with you until well Drake's with us till five yes and then we're going to take you all the way to six o'clock tonight it is time to talk about what it means to have a new quarterback for Baylor and what it could mean for the rest of the team and the program. That is next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Back goes Jones, down goes Jones. Only heard here. Parsons beat the left tackle clean. All season. It's another two-sack game. For Michael Parsons. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants live from MetLife Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Giants this Sunday, starting with the free game at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 till 5, at 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off Interstate 35 in Lacey Lakeview. 
Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with RockMyMortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, RockMyMortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. RockMyMortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan, not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at RockMyMortgage.com today. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. During Jeep Adventure Days, Alan Samuels in Waco is celebrating with an incredible lineup of 2023 models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. These vehicles bring power to plow through any obstacle or the smooth, peaceful ride you expect from a Jeep. Jeep SUVs are also known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find a Jeep SUV that fits your lifestyle. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton alongside. And um, Drake, I saw something earlier today online. Um, I'm kind of excited. You're out there working with people that want to be with our station and want to be a part of the Cowboys games that we'll have on starting Sunday night and throughout the season. I think that's kind of exciting. And so, uh, Drake, uh, if you ever want to use this forum to uh, get your message out there, there is a way that uh, folks can reach out to Drake who want to be involved in, boy, Cowboys pregame, the actual game itself, 
what an opportunity for what should be a really exciting season. No, I, I agree. And right now, so I, I put it out publicly because I know a lot of Cowboys fans. And so we do a stream of Cowboys games every Sunday on ESPN Central Texas. We have actual, we have Sham, we have the whole crew on here and, and even ad spots too to advertise during those Cowboys games. So people say that uh, they, they wonder, you know, people still listen to the radio, still listen to the Cowboys. Well, I go out on Sundays, look at I-35, Matt, you know what I see? You know what I see? Cars. Mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of cars. And what do you think they're doing? They're driving through I-35. They're listening to the Cowboys games. Uh, it's a really good way to plug into Central Texas with something that everybody is dialed into. That's the Dallas Cowboys. One of the one of the, the great radio strongholds in our country oh, right yeah. now is in, uh, is in Waco Temple Belton into North Austin. And then we can go all the way up the road to Waxahachie, maybe even over there in the shadows of uh of brian college did you know our our radio stream reaches plano that was news to me till i found that out this week i was i was driving i was in dallas actually yesterday uh coming back from the airport listening to ward whites and the press box Mm -hmm. like i couldn't believe it our signal stretches from austin to plano pretty good pretty Pretty good good. it is uh we we call that the flamethrower and uh we'd be happy to have we already have an unbelievable amount of uh partners now I and, and by the way, in, in Campus Confidential later, and we can bring it up wherever we want, but uh, boy, Mac Brown has, uh, in the past 30 minutes, come after the NCAA, and that may be something we need to examine a little later in the program. But um, right now, it's time to talk about what's happening out there Saturday against Utah and what Sawyer Robertson could represent to Baylor. And I first off want to say, I thought Blake Shapin showed a tremendous amount of fight and courage. I thought he threw the ball well. I mean, he was really one of the few players on the team that kind of lived up to what he was supposed to do. That said, he is going to be out now, um, and Dave Aranda confirmed this on his coach's show last night that he does with uh, John Morris, that he's going to be out for all of three weeks, and we'll see if it's any more than that, which basically gets Sawyer through this game, Long Island, of course, University of Texas, and certainly could be even that next one as they go on the road. I believe that's UCF. And um, this is an incredible opportunity for Sawyer, but also his teammates. All we've been hearing, Drake, is just like the incredible, and we had his coach on yesterday, the incredible intangibles some of the stuff he does off the field, this is going to be a huge on-the-field moment for him. But the thing I keep thinking about is how galvanizing it is to a fan base. NFL, I mean, same way in the major league level or whatever, when a, when a major league team gets a rookie that they bring up and he, uh. and, he, and he connects or he gets a couple of home runs, it can galvanize an entire fan base. I saw it happen with the Cowboys with Prescott. When he was in 2016, it it was like oh my gosh, like the excitement around that was a different level because it's something new, it's something different, and this opportunity the Bears have on twofold. I mean, part of it is it's the uh, the the unknown factor. Yeah, the, this is a hard <clears throat> this is a hard player to prepare for because there's just not much tape unless you want to go back to high school. 
Uh, Utah doesn't exactly know what it's facing. But I, I just think, Drake, that what we're about to encounter Saturday while we're coming off all this horrible feeling of the loss to Texas State, you talk about uh, the ability to flip the script in a hurry. Yeah. Sawyer Robertson gives you that opportunity. Oh, 100%. Well, you, Baylor fans have been making this case all week, Matt, that, oh, Baylor, did they lose to Texas State because Texas State had all these guys you can't scout for, and they, there's no way Baylor could have been prepared. Well, guess what? Utah is coming to town, and, and if that if that works, if that works for Utah or if it worked for Texas State, then, then it should work for Baylor and Sawyer Robertson because the big gripe has been, oh, of course, of course Baylor should start Blake Shapin because Sawyer Robertson has no experience well. Matt, I don't know if you knew this, but you know Vince Young had no experience before he played college football. I mean, had not played college football before he played college football. Nobody had. Somebody's got to start somewhere. Sawyer Robertson gets what? And Seth Parr said this: Everybody wants an opportunity. Everybody wants an opportunity to play Power Five, to play a top fifteen team, to get to be at home in front of the fan base. He just transferred in. He's got a Mike Leach prowess. He was a blue chip out of high school. I like everything about this. This this is the origin story of someone who becomes a legend at any given school. It is it is the Tom Brady Drew Bledsoe of, you know, Blake Shapen obviously is a good quarterback and he played really well last week. People didn't hate Drew Bledsoe, but then Tom Brady came in and completely stole the show. It doesn't happen everywhere. It doesn't happen all the time. Look at Texas Tech last year. They rotated three quarterbacks and nobody ever took the reins. If Sawyer Robertson walks into McLean Stadium on Saturday, but boom, the fireworks go up, they do the stadium walk, he comes in, he warms up, and he lights it up at 11 a.m., and Baylor shocks Utah, Sawyer Robertson cements himself as, hey, remember that Sawyer Robertson game? You're right, everybody's got those. Yeah. Uh, remember that Sawyer Robertson game? If he can do that on Saturday, this uh, Matt, listen to this, this program is his. I truly believe that. If he comes in and beats Utah on Saturday, this is Sawyer Robertson's program. But that's, you know, and I hope it happens like that. It may happen where he just where he just has to hang in there, manage the game, make some mistakes, but somehow guides them in the right way. I see, but, I mean, but then it, Baylor it, loses. It, it's going to well, have to be him, Matt. I, I think if he just comes in and guides the game the right way, Baylor loses by fourteen. I don't. I don't know. If that's the case. Well, well, what we saw I last week is the offensive line's terrible. I still think to help him. Well, again. This is also a huge mandate and moment for the offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes, who we both believe is capable and probably already should have been a head coach. Yeah. Um, he, the, all this stuff that people want Aranda to do, like as far as the way he maybe carries himself on the sideline or this or that, like the, Grimes does all that stuff. Grimes behaves in some ways more like a head coach than Dave does. I mean, he's, like, extremely impressive. I've seen him speak to groups and all that. Now, Dave can be – Dave's impressive in his own way. Dave is highly, highly intellectual, and I still think he'll have a chance to turn this thing around. But all that to say, I think – Just let hear me out. I think this is – I think – I don't know if it's a thesis, but I think Grimes – it's like he and Sawyer are just, like, completely connected on the hip on this scene because yeah. it, it it's a huge opportunity for both of them. In some sense, it's kind of like what TCU had that time they they somehow kind of got Chandler Morris ready and he and he and he went he just went off on Baylor. Well, 
Now, Chandler Morris's career, by the way, was not some kind of, obviously by the next season he gets hurt, never to be heard from again. Now he's their starter. And so it's not like, oh, my gosh, Chandler Morris is the greatest quarterback ever. But on that day, on that day, he lit the Bears up. Yeah. I'm I, Again, what I don't want to put on him is like, okay, well, if if he does this, it's his program and all that. I just think, I just, but I, I I'm with you on this. People, if he performs well and leads them to a win, it, it the, the what it could do to this fan base and and how it could help Aranda and how it could change the mood for everybody. It's amazing, and 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 it, it's a, it's an opportunity. Because the flip side of that would be asking Blake if, if let's say he didn't get the MRI and he didn't have the MCL. He just got banged up, had a bad bone bruise. And yeah. you're asking him to go out there and not be 100% but keep playing. Man, that would be tough. We'd be sitting here like, well, yeah, Blake played well, but, right. uh, you know, against Texas State. But I don't, I, I don't think anything's going to change. This could have a just a catalytic – impact on the team now oh oh matt, matt I, I don't want, i don't want to brush past what you just said because that was maybe the most genius take i've ever heard you make and i've heard a lot of them if blake shapen was the starting quarterback for baylor this week everybody would be picking baylor to lose even more than they already are because they'd think oh yeah shapen was great but obviously he wasn't good enough to get the job done baylor's if they're going to lose to texas state there's no way shapen one player can be the catalyst for a massive upset but now, just the newness of Sawyer Robertson mm. has at least given fans hope. I, I think that point is genius, Matt. If Shapin's a starter this week, everything's much more dour. The glimmer of hope is there because of what Sawyer Robertson has brought. All right, Aaron, I'm I think we can re-sign him for the rest of the week if Thanks, he's Matt. gonna if he's gonna call my uh takes genius. I I, I want more of that. I I think what you're saying, though, also, and what we're talking about is the the not only the newness, because I do kind of like that, and there's something to that, but that threat of the surprise yeah. is just is is just huge. And no matter what Utah does, I mean, as much as we love Seth Parr and what he was doing at Lubbock Coronado, and now what he's doing at Anna, I I don't think they're going to put. They're not going to run those offenses. It's not like they're going to put the Coronado, or they're not even, and they're certainly yep, not going to try. Right. But now, I do think one thing that Jeff could do, and he's already done, I guarantee you, this week, is play to some of Sawyer's strengths on the whole leech air raid stuff. Again, yeah, no, they're not scrapping their scheme. They're still a wide zone team, but you can't. That, they would be foolish not to lean into some of the stuff this kid does extremely well and that he knows and that he's excited about. Now, the good news is, you remember, Drake, when some of those little – some of those highlights started leaking out? Or, or they didn't leak out. Baylor put them out there. Remember some of those like, oh, practices? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they would say – they would say, oh, man, we were kind of like, wow, that's kind of interesting that they would have the backup quarterback uh, – you know, uh, again, we're reading too much into it, I'm yeah. sure. But the but the bombs or that one bomb was like a uh, like it was just it was just a different like I think here's where I think he could be better than Blake. And and there's some different areas. 
he's a he's a more he's a bigger threat to run because he's he's actually a lot faster than Blake. And yeah. he may not look like it because he's six four and he's two twenty five and he's gonna look kinda lanky to you. I promise you he's quite a bit faster than Blake. Yeah. Like if he gets out in the open field, he's trouble. A gazelle. He's problems for Utah. The other thing is there there's just a there's a level of like even there's a deep ball touch and, and Blake's got a pretty decent oh. deep ball. Don't get me wrong, but there's some stuff he can do arm talent wise that uh, that's pretty impressive. Matt, here's here's what I think a, a lot of this boils down to is Baylor's going to have to open the playbook up. If if the Bears come out and run the ball 45 times behind this offensive line, you're going to lose. You're you're waving the white flag. You have to put Sawyer Robertson uh, in situations with via the play calling where he can do something extraordinary. And and, and Matt, this is a, a dour way to look at it, and I know this is a strong take, but we have all had the conversation of if this thing spirals out of control, if Baylor makes a decision to go elsewhere with the head coach. Now, look, it's, it's week one, right? So these conversations, it's mostly it's overreaction Monday stretches now to Thursday. But that applies, too, to Matt Powledge and to, and to Jeff Grimes and to Eric Mateos and down to every member of this staff. If there are murmurs, if the hot seat is there, like at West Virginia, they're going to fire Neil Brown. His offensive coordinator knows I'm not going to be here next year. So not to say the coaches are coaching for their job, but they understand there is now a sense of urgency after you lose to Texas State to win now. So Jeff Grimes, he knows that. He's he's a smart, smart man, Matt. I think he comes out with a great game plan this week, understanding if this thing spirals out of control, everybody's looking looking for a job elsewhere, and I, I really hope it doesn't get to that point. Now, you said something that grabbed my attention you you think and this more the, the biggest difference in us right now on this you think he kind of I I think he just needs to play really well you're kind of wanting him to do something extraordinary extraordinary here's, here here's my thought though I think his teammates need to be extraordinary well I don't I think I don't trust I that. think I well I think he can make the O line look better because they're going to roll him out they're going to move the pocket yeah. Grimes knows that they can help make the O-line look better. The other thing is, he's an inspirational type character. He does not strike me as someone who's going to show up like, guys, please block for me. Like, he's he's going to be in their face. Guys, I mean, he, he is not going to be shy about telling them. But what I'm saying is, Keytron, Howe, Monterey, Burton, you go down the line, I, I think those guys have to elevate their games in a big way um, to, to help him. Now, can he? they can complement each other. But, I mean, I think when you have somebody young like that, you need some other people to be great. Now, sure, and, but and they, all, they, they stunk so bad, Matt. They were so, so bad that I just don't think you're going to see that big of a jump in a week. Sawyer's going to have to be Well, the, the but wait, 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 wait. Just so we're clear here. You're not talking about the the wide receivers stunk so bad, are you? I was I more impressed with the... Drake Dabney than anybody else. Remember that okay. we talked about the Sawyer uh, interception that's squarely on your receivers. Where was Monterey Baldwin? Is it, it can I please, can somebody please find Monterey Baldwin? Can somebody please no. find where he is? Mon- Monterey could have caught that ball. I don't blame that on Sawyer. I'm with you, but my my man, were Hal you impressed Presley, with the receivers? I, I didn't think they stunk. Yeah, they no. weren't good, Matt. No, they weren't good. 
Well, I, I Drake Dabney was I, great. He had a third of the I receiving yards. Dabney You're big tight end. Good. <laughs> You're tight end. I thought, though. I thought Presley, was pretty good. Where's Keetron Jackson? Some, he had a couple good made, plays. Oh, I thought Keetron Jackson was pretty good. I thought he was pretty good in that game. I will just have to agree to disagree. Well, I don't Texas think. State. I think of all. Well, I, again, I certainly not breaking news to me <laughs> on that front. But I'm just saying, I think those guys are capable. You're asking the guy to just like almost do this on his own, like a Johnny Manziel. That's what I'm asking for. I'm yes. saying I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying that's not happening. All right, sweet. We'll see you next week. Zero and two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that's fine. I'm saying, I, but I do believe that he can elevate some of these folks, and I think he can. Uh, I, I'm just not putting quite as much of this on him as it sounds yeah. like you are. But that's good. I, that's a really good. I hope he's not Glad listening. We did by that. the way, I hope he's not listening because that's. A, I, I did put a lot of pressure on the kid. Well, he's a big listener to us, uh, and uh, and and of course, you know, I hope. Uh, but they, it's not like – I don't think they play us like in the halls of the athletic department. Now, Mac likes to listen to us. I know that for sure. And then I don't want to name them because they may not want to be named, but there are people uh, in, on Mac's executive staff that listen to us all the time. Shout out to uh, – well, yeah, they may not want to be named, but they, they listen quite a why, bit. Why, why wouldn't they want to be named, Matt? This is a great show to be associated with. Yeah, it is. I, I, I agree with that. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Drake Toll alongside Aaron Sexton as well as we march on in the highly listened to 3 p.m. hour. It is time to do the NFL Blitz. We got injury news and we got a game tonight. I cannot believe it's finally here. Let's talk some NFL. Let's do it next. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. This Wetco Conley Coaches Show with Terry Garrick is brought to you by First Central Credit Union. The Conley Cadets took the neighborhood battle with La Vega 48-40 and are now 2-0 on the season. Coach, what was the difference in winning that game? Uh, you know, I think our, our adjustments in the second half defensively helped us I mean they helped us tremendously kids handled the adjustments uh, we went with some bigger bodies went to a four-man front uh, helped us stop them a little bit and we kind of had that bend but don't break attitude you know we gave up some plays but at the end we kept fighting and then offensively I thought our offensive line did an outstanding job and we were able to uh, run the ball against them and control the clock a little bit of the game does it worry you any that your defense allowed La Vega 40 points well, you know, uh, it does, but at the same time, two of the kids that scored those points for LaVega are tremendous athletes. We knew they were going to be a handful. The kid at quarterback, at any second, he can he can break one. And the same thing with their running back. Both of them are great athletes. And so we knew we were going to have to keep them contained, and it was going to be a job all night. What improvement did you see in your team from week one to week two? Probably more than anything was our attitudes. And, you know, everybody on this team, they contributed. It don't matter if it's special teams, whatever it may be, they all contributed. And so playing as a, as a team was, was the best thing that I saw. You get another challenge this week hosting the Cameron Yeoman. How do you see that matchup? It's going to be another battle. You know, Cameron's a very good football team, coached really well. Uh, and they got some kids that can go too. Their quarterback, uh, he, can, he can put it on the money. Their running back's real good, and they have two really good slot receivers 
and we're going to have to cover those guys. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different game, but their kids line up the way they're supposed to, the way they're taught, and they play extremely hard. Uh, so it's going to be another tough test. ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member in CUA. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show. 
on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, great toe. And we got Kirk Bowles coming up uh, at uh, 4 o'clock. The uh, legendary uh, columnist for the Austin American Statesman. And we'll get into this Texas-Bama contest. Who knew that it would be? When they set these games up, a prelude to playing in the SEC. What does this mean? I know Drake has some a feeling that the Longhorns may be uh, sitting pretty here. We'll I take a long, do. we'll take a look at it for sure. Uh, Aaron, what do you have for us in the way of NFL headlines? We will start with some injury updates for the Cowboys. Cowboy left guard Tyler Smith will work. Again today with the rehab group during practice, but head coach Mike McCarthy says that Smith told him that he feels, quote, really good with three days until the season opener. Donovan Wilson will also miss practice and work. He will completely miss practice, excuse me, but as he tends to a positive personnel matter. I like that they included that to give you a little more context. Uh, and Sam Williams will also work with the rehab group as he works his way back from a toe injury. What a positive! What do you? What was that? Positive he, personal matter. Oh, okay. Is how oh, they worded okay. it. Yeah, so, which I've Sounds never like seen baby. before. But yeah, yeah like I, I a, like that. maybe had a wow. had a child or something. Sure. <laughs> a positive person. I I've had I've had a lot of you know personal things, yeah. but uh, but not not all of them positive, but some of them. But that is a very interesting way to introduce that. I would just say, as we get ready for night one of the NFL, that and Tyron Smith is just, at this point, as great a career, and he'll end up in Canton someday. He's become just a walking injury. And he can't, he just can't go through a week without something happening. This is the very first week. And he somehow in practice tweaked his ankle. They think he'll be okay. The Tyler Smith not practicing and then working out on those resistance cords. Generally, if you're on the cords, that's when somebody's ready to come back from an injury. But he just kind of sustained whatever this is that he has. I, If one of those guys can't go, it's a big problem. For now, I think both of them will play. As you, okay. Sorry, I just I wanted to. If those three guys were to, if we put Tyler Smith, Sam Williams, and Donovan Wilson in a plane, Matt, at least for this weekend, would you be okay with that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. All right, that's not in no. the rehab process here. No, I would not. Who's our Who's our pilot? Is that Brandon Cooks? Uh, yes, but for this scenario, I'm going to give it to Tyler Smith. No. Okay. No, no okay. more. No more planes yeah, I, for you. I, I, I remember there was some. We talked about some, how if we found the right three guys to get on the plane, yeah. you'd be okay with it. Just not, but these three, all right. No, no, far too important. And again, I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. But I'm just saying, even to risk it, I don't want those guys going up in the plane. I just can't remember what was what was the example I used about another team. Uh, that I thought it would be okay if you set him up. I just can't. Was that oh, I Panthers? think it was the Cowboys. It was. It was like Peyton Hendershot uh, was in there. And oh, I used. <laughs> yeah. I used some other players. You did. You used it. a bunch of backups and third stringers and said, "All right, you know, we well, we can find three guys going to play and nobody would complain." You can't take 
Micah Parsons and Stephon Gilmore up in a plane, yeah. a private plane. Now, the good news is he had a co-pilot. It wasn't like Brandon Cooks was up there alone flying that okay, plane. Okay, yeah. They did have a co-pilot, which is why, you know, if you ever do, if you ever have the good fortune to to do some of that private air travel, and, and I have certainly not been exposed to that very often, but you always want to make sure you have two pilots. Don't do the one where you only have the one pilot. At least that's my, again, other people take more chances than I do. I need two pilots on whatever aircraft I'm in. I, I never want a situation where I only have one pilot. All right, Aaron, back to you. As you mentioned, it is kickoff for the NFL regular season tonight as the Lions travel to Arrowhead to take on the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. And according to Chiefs GM, sorry, lost my place. And according to uh, Chiefs CEO, sorry, Clark Hunt, mm-hmm. Kelsey will be a game time decision. Hunt also said, though, that he, quote, wouldn't bet against him being on the field tonight. Well, Aaron, earlier you were saying you do not think he'll go. Correct. I think based on those statements and, and just the way this guy's built, I, I, I'm going to be shocked if he's not on the field tonight. What What's interesting to me is, and, and Drake, you're following the line on this game. You said it was four and a half. Four and a half. Lines are four and a half dogs, point dogs, in this game. If if Kelsey yes. was able to play, if we knew six. he was a for sure starter, you think it would go up to six I, it, or five and a half? It depends. If we learned right now, three hours before kickoff, that he would play, it would jump a point in some books, a point and a half. Yes, it would go from four and a half to six. It, What's it, the Baylor- he means that much. What's the Baylor game? Is it is it hung in there at seven oh, for a while? It opened at four, actually, and it, the last I checked, it is at eight. Utah by eight, <laughs> doubled. Very seldom do you see a line of four double. I had one of my, and I never saw it at four. Are you really saying it opened? It, opened. It for I sure mean, this is like Sunday morning. Opened at four. So okay. before I could get it on my, before I could get that's, it in Puerto Rico. That's insane, Puerto Rico. Um, my buddy, uh, who, who's way into all that, told me yesterday that the smart money is on the Bears. Wow. And that was even before it went to eight. Now was your buddy that, a Bears fan? No, not at all. Oh. No, he's a Longhorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a huge Longhorn is fan. Is he a guest on this show today? Oh, no. Okay. No. Just trying to narrow no. it down. No, no. He's, he, you know. He would he he but he's a big gambler and he and he knows Vegas really well and he says the sharps, which of course is the smart hmm. money, they call it the sharps, are on the Baylor Bears. The smart money is on the Bears. Is that what has he's me saying. thinking. Are you Aaron, I are mean, you thinking about <laughs> That's why I froze thinking up about right making there, a call thinking. to your Yeah. <laughs> no, your, but I mean that, that that gives me a little more confidence. Sharps oh, okay. get that name for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's he, he that's really interesting. Sharps, he says the sharps are on Baylor, um, and that's the way it's that's the way he he sees it. Now, what's happened is Baylor was so awful 
and they could not believe that line was as low as it opened, that they just continued to bet this thing up like crazy. Now, the biggest amount of betting money will be um, none other than that Nebraska-Colorado game is going to get huge action. All right, we do have big-time guest Kirk Bowles, the legendary columnist from the Austin American Statesman, joins us next. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears welcome future Big 12 rival Utah to McLean Stadium this Saturday, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Live from Touchdown Alley, 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play of the Bears and the defending back-to-back Pac-12 champion Utes this Saturday here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Duly Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Duly Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DulyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs? Sound up loud and Bear fans all around? The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. Open two hours before kickoff. And get ready for the Buckle's full restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for Bears to be. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants live from MetLife Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. 
Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. Front House Cafe is local homegrown southern cooking, like going home to Grandma's house, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner with breakfast being served all day. Dishes like homemade biscuits and gravies, pancakes, French toast, or build your own omelet. And don't forget about lunch and dinner, chicken fried steak, build your own burger, grilled Atlantic salmon, and daily specials, plus homemade pies daily. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., Brown House Cafe in Woodway. Check them out at brownhousecafe.com. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. ESPN Central Texas, Kirk Bowles. Joining us, the esteemed columnist from the Austin American Statesman on the Mosley Show. Kirk, it's always fun to, to visit with you. And, and man, this you got this last go-round with the Big 12, but you got this preview now as you go to Tuscaloosa to face Bama. This has got to be an interesting time because you've kind of seen it all. You've seen the Big 12 almost break up. You've now seen it get you know stay together. And, and seem to prosper. You've seen the horns leave. Um, it, it's, it's, this has got to be an interesting season for you as you go week to week and look at your schedule. Uh, we don't do dull in Austin, Matt. Uh. You know, <laughs> if, there, if there's not drama going on, we'll create some in the, in the next five minutes. So, uh, yeah, you could say it's interesting. It's, I mean, home and home with Alabama, and they're not even in the league yet. Yeah, it didn't get a whole lot better than that. Yeah, and and this is interesting too with this Jalen Milrow being from Katy, uh, committed to the Longhorns back in the day, idolized Vince Young. Um, th- this is going to be an interesting matchup because he's he's got some experience but not a lot. So Texas comes in with the more experienced quarterback. Um, I mean that that to me would be a great opportunity for the Longhorns to take advantage of this guy's inexperience, as you've kind of examined and talked to people, I'm sure, who know Jalen, Sark knew him, he recruited him there. Um, what are you kind of gathered about him? Obviously, he's going to have a ton of talent. But to me, this would give the Horns quite an opportunity to try to take advantage of his inexperience. Well, it should be in Texas' favor. I mean, it'd be a little bit more in favor if it was at the DKR Stadium. Uh mm-hmm. I think Milroy will kind of be boosted by the home crowd. And uh, I, th- I think 
Alabama and Texas crowds are a little bit similar, Matt. I think, you know, if you go in expecting to win, everybody's kind of a laissez-faire, okay, all right, entertain me. But they'll be into this one, and I think that'll help Milrow a lot because, uh, you know, I think he'll feed off the energy of the crowd. Uh, I mean, obviously, you look at what he did last week. What do you have? Two touchdowns rushing, three touchdowns passing. Oh, yeah, no other Alabama quarterback has ever done that. I mean, you're not supposed to do that in your second start. I mean, <laughs> come on. And, and we all know how good a dual threat he is. You know, and he and he, he's not he's not a little guy by any means. So, you know, he, cr- creating rushing lanes that aren't there is going to be a huge factor in this game. Will Texas spy on him? You know, I ask uh, uh, Jalen Ford, Texas All America linebacker candidate, about that. And he said, "Well, we might, we might not. I don't know how you would <laughs> not. You know, yeah. I mean, to me, Matt, that may be the biggest factor. Just." You know, how Texas handles a crowd, especially when they have adversity, which you know will come, but they just can't get him loose. If he goes for 100 yards on the ground, Texas may be in for a long day. Kirk, I see that you have the Longhorns in your AP poll vote outside of the top 10 and Alabama inside the top three. So making this an upset, of course, on the road. But for you, why is this Texas squad not a top 10 program as it sits? I would say offensive line primarily. I mean, you know, I had them in my top ten in my preseason poll, but they did not impress that much against Rice. I was I was looking for a top ten team that controls from the final whistle to the final gun or the starting whistle, and I just didn't see that. I mean, they were very bad in the first half. I think they were like three and nine on third downs. They led sixteen to three. Uh, I don't think they were ever really in any danger of losing. But, you know, a top team, top 10 team, you want to come out and dominate. And uh, and it's interesting, though, Matt, I think in some ways, even though maybe they didn't look like a top 10 team, maybe that works out in their favor a little bit. Because I know Nick Saban takes everything. He takes breakfast serious. I mean, you know, nothing gets past him. But maybe in the <laughs> Alabama players' mind, well, they struggled at home against Rice. Uh, they beat Texas last year with their, you know, B game or C game. I mean, if you remember last year, they had, they had 15 penalties for 100 yards and did not play well. Will Anderson didn't have one of his best games, but they still managed to win, you know, partly because they're Alabama probably. So maybe the fact they didn't look that great uh, in the opening week, maybe that plays to their advantage a little bit mentally. Kirk Bowles joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. Drake Toll also uh, with us as usual, three to five. Um, and, and, and Kirk, let's let's be honest. Sark, from what I've read, he just didn't want to show anything, right? It's like a it's like a Cowboys preseason game. He just exactly. kind of he didn't want to really show anything to the other team. So we'll see. I mean, this is such an opportunity though, early in the season, and and for yours to establish. Hey, I'm the guy. I, I've gotten a lot of accolades. They ha- haven't always been based on that much. What do you remember I, in in this game last year? He really, and I guess he got banged up, didn't he, at some point in that game? But he did some really good things, especially early in that game, that made everybody think, okay, maybe this guy is going to live up to the billing. Where are you on on yours right now? And and are you kind of buying into this? Hey, he cut his hair. He seems to be better leader. 
um, maybe a little bit more grounded. Where where are you with yours as you head into this big game? You know, I'm all over the place. I'm really, <laughs> all over the place. And, and Sark and Quinn have made a big deal about this, how he's more comfortable. And I think, and I've told a lot of my friends in the media that I think probably we expected too much too quickly out of him because, as we all know, he skipped his senior year at South Lake Carroll. He went to Ohio State, got in like two snaps in mop-up duty. Then he transfers to Texas, whole new coaching staff, whole new system. And as you said, he, he kind of changed up his uh, his look, his demeanor, everything. He's not a great leader in terms of the typical description of a leader, Matt. He's not a rah-rah guy. He doesn't have tremendous preference. Uh, presence but he's he's very comfortable he's very uh unflappable very calm very poised um he's had a problem uh being accurate especially on deep balls he was over seven on passes of 20 yards or more against rice and that was a problem last year is that they just he couldn't connect with xavier worthy on the deep ball and uh that's something he's got to overcome so and the other interesting thing about that is that he doesn't get rattled, but I don't know how special he is yet. I mean, he's played, I guess, what, 11 games now? He's like 7-4. and four. Yeah. Last year he completed, what, 58% of his passes. So he doesn't have that cannon for an arm like Malik Murphy, the backup. So, But he's got a quick release, a very easy motion, and a whole lot of confidence. And I think He's about 20 pounds lighter, so he's quicker on his feet. He's not a big threat to run, but he can run. Kirk, uh, if if Texas goes into Tuscaloosa and gets a win against Alabama on Saturday night, obviously the, the hype is going to be there. Texas will be a top-five program in the college football playoff conversation, but all of that is the big if. It's the if Texas gets the win. What do the Longhorns have to do to make that a reality? Well, you know, like I said about Jalen Milroy, don't let him go off. If he has, you know, two or three 25, 30 yard runs, you know, that spells danger for, for Texas. They can't let him get loose. They got to keep him in the pocket, make him a thrower, you know, make him throw 35 times or more. Obviously, they, you know, they got the big run from Jason McClellan last year. He had an 81 yard touchdown run, and that was huge because. You know, Alabama didn't run the ball that well. They, I think they only had like 161 yards of that game. So avoid that big gainer, uh, whether it's uh, McClellan uh, or if it's uh, Milro on the ground or if it's uh, Jermaine Burton through the air. Try to avoid giving up that big play. And, and then the obvious special teams. And, and I expect them to be aggressive. You know, maybe not quite as aggressive as against Rice when he went for it on fourth and two at his own 33 yeah. on the very – series but i like that approach because you, you don't beat alabama by being conservative and trying not to lose and i think sark would just let it all hang out i think he's gonna you know show all the tricks in his bag in this one isn't that isn't that interesting when you play your mentor he's not really his mentor but he's someone he respects and he kind of helped rehab sark's career so Sark probably has tremendous respect, but you can't go in there like thinking like that. It's like, yeah, I respect this guy, but I also got to punch him in the mouth a little bit. And, and he mentioned, Matt, he mentioned uh, 
uh, him as a mentor to him. His two big mentors are, are him and Pete Carroll when they were at uh, USC together. So it goes beyond just respect. He, I think he learned a lot in terms of like organization and just kind of overseeing the whole program. And, you know, what's interesting about that because, you know, he's got this great reputation as a quarterback whisperer, but the quarterback play hasn't been, you know, exemplary you know, for two years plus that he's been here. And the last year in the Rice game, it's been the defense, you know, that has been more impressive. So that speaks to the balance that he wants as a head coach. Like, you know, Nick Saban has always kind of been a a defensive guy first, and then he embraced the whole dual threat and spread offense and all that, and then all hell breaks loose. Nick just has a monster on his hands. So, but this, this means everything to Sark. It's year three. He's 14 and 12. He's 0 and 3 against top five teams and 3 and 5 against top 25. So he needs to make his mark. He needs to make his bones. It's time for that signature win. You know, like Daryl did in his first year. Fred Akers went 11 0 with Earl Campbell as a Heisman winner in his first year. You know, Mac Brown started out 2 and 0 against Oklahoma and Nebraska. Uh, so it's time for him to kind of get over the hump and have a big win like this one would be. Well, Kirk, I, to be honest with you, I'm I'm the new guy to the show, the 22-year-old yep. kid, and last week, of course I couldn't pick Texas State to beat Baylor. That would be <laughs> way too poppy, but you know what I did? Not only did we talk to G.J. Kinney, I read your article last week about G.J. Kinney and what he was bringing to Texas State, and it scared me. Obviously, that sentiment was warranted, doesn't seem, based on what you saw in G.J. Kenny, what you wrote, that this was as shocking as it was to a lot of Baylor fans because this guy's got it. He's got it. He's got the it factor. And, you know, part of the things that I wrote about it in the story is he's been around great coaches. You know, he's been around, you know, Doug Peterson and Jeff Trader at UTSA and, and Gus Malzahn and uh, Chip Kelly, Ryan Day, Steve Spagnoli. Just go down the list and – He's, you know, he was in the NFL for three years through one preseason touchdown pass, and that was his entire career. So he absorbed stuff. And basically, I think it's Philadelphia Eagle South. You know, they, they copy their drills. They run very similar programs. Uh, he has 90-minute practices. So he's just kind of – he's new school in like that. But he's also old school in a great high school quarterback at Canton and at Gilmer under Jeff Trader. And so he's kind of changed Jake Spavital, You know, he just, he was Dion before Dion, yeah. you know, I think he had maybe 10 high school signings in his four years there. And uh, it's going to be just the opposite for, for GJ Kenny, but he is going to use the portal. He's got TJ mm-hmm. Finley, you know, a quarterback from LSU and Auburn and this six, seven guy, you know, he was impressive. And the other thing guys is I was just shocked how they bullied Baylor out physical Bader and I think probably was a shock to Bader fans and probably Dave Aranda as well so you know I don't know if they'll turn around and beat UTSA you know week two but boy they sure opened some eyes week one they opened up uh, our eyes and uh, yeah we're trying to still uh, move past it as we get to ready for (laughs) Sawyer Robertson from Lubbock Coronado High School by way of Mike Leach's Mississippi State team and so uh, Kirk, that'll be kind of fun. I, I, we were having the conversation earlier of how galvanizing it can be for a fan base if you've got a young quarterback. He doesn't have to be perfect, 
But if you have a kid that's new to the fan base and that performs pretty well, like it's easy to get excited about that. And Baylor has that opportunity, and they don't have much tape on him, Utah. So uh, I may be being too optimistic, but I, I'm kind of excited to see what the young man can do against the uh, the high-flying Utes. Yeah, we're going to see what he learned. And, you know, Blake Shapin didn't tear up the world, but, you know, he had some good numbers. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see. You wish they were playing somebody a little easier than Utah because I watched that Utah-Florida game from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And you talk about, you know, beating them up at the line of scrimmage. And, you know, Cam Rising, the quarterback at Utah, was out. I don't know if he's supposed to play this week or not, but that's a physical team, and that's kind of – you know, the M.O. for Utah. I think they're going to come in here and, and just tear it up in the Big 12 because, you know, Kyle Whittingham, you know, maybe they're one of the most uh, steady and underrated coaches in college football. So it seems like they're never bad. You know, they won the Pac-12 the last two years in a row. So yeah. it'd, be, it'd be nice to see, you know, Bader bounce back. And I, I know they will. I'll give their, they'll give a hell of a lot more effort. But uh, that's going to be a tough, tough call for the Bears. Mm-hmm. We're all now uh, we're experts on on uh, coaches' uh, uh, body language, right? Aranda suddenly is uh, his crossing the arms and no expression is not really resonating with the fan base. We know how that works uh, when things go wrong. Uh, Kurt, this was fun. Please take a picture for us of the the show band. Uh, what do they call them? The 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 show band of the Southwest. Uh, that University of Texas band will be up very, very high uh, in Tuscaloosa, as you've documented. Uh, they're getting the Longhorns back for the way they were treated last year, which, by the way, this kind of happens now across a lot of college football. The bands get stuck way up high, but that has been kind of funny. Please take a picture of that for us and, and put that on Twitter. Well, I, I'll try to get a telephoto lens, and my binoculars like <laughs> Okay, but uh, I'll be on the lookout for him. <laughs> Thank you, Kirk. We appreciate it. Have a have a safe trip. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good one. Appreciate it. You you bet. There he goes, Kirk Bowles, the uh, longtime writer, Austin American statesman, knows those Longhorns well, and uh, went to went to UT and he never left Austin. He's been there for about forty years now. Continues to do a great job, both writing and podcasting. So fun to have uh, Kirk on with us on the Matt Mosley Show, Drake Toll, and uh, Aaron Sexton as we roll on with our day. I mean, the day has really uh, flown by. We've got Campus Confidential. Uh, I want to remind you about it, 440, and some of the big headlines across college football. Why is Mac Brown upset targeting the NCAA? All that coming up at 440. Next, though, We start getting you ready for the NFL. Tonight is the first game. It is the kickoff classic. And uh, we'll get you ready for the NFL season. We'll do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. 
During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today i want to meet you 254-495-0338 google amanda cunningham realtor with colwell banker apex to find my website facebook and more locally owned and operated prestige recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company they're a step above bringing easy community-friendly recycling to the greater waco area offering commercial business recycling services they take aluminum tin cans cardboard glass paper and plastic they also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents prestige recycling located at 5198 south loop 340 in robinson does the thought of mice rats or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable once inside these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home the experts at 855 bugs can identify points of entry and eliminate them We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Are you ready to have your garage back? 
Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and off kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Drake Toll uh, standing by as we head toward 5 o'clock. We'll take you all the way to 6 tonight. Late-breaking guest edition, John Mashoda from The Athletic who will be making the trip to New Jersey to be uh, with the Cowboys as they open the season, will be joining us at 5 o'clock. That is, I repeat, John Mashoda from, uh, from The Athletic, and uh, he, will, uh, he will be visiting with us. And uh, the, there's some uh, interesting news brewing. This was from four minutes ago, and I don't know what, Ed's Ed Werder and I do the uh, Cowboys podcast together. Doomsday, yeah, yeah. Um, and enjoy that. But Ed has a Ed says sources tell him this is four minutes ago that Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey is pleading with head coach Andy Reid and trainer Rick Burkholder to play him tonight against the Lions, despite the hyperextended knee. He suffered in the team's final practice two days ago. Um, it's never a good look. I mean, I I, I've, I remember Romo doing this. Uh, players will try to talk their, their way into a lineup. Aaron, you probably remember this a few years ago. Before a game against the Giants, Jerry Jones was like flying around the country with Jason Witten trying to seek a second opinion on if he could play with, like, a lacerated liver. Remember when he just got absolutely lit up? In fact, you know who it did it? It was Rolando, Rolando McClain, former Raiders linebacker, who ended up playing for the Cowboys. Hit him so hard, he lacerated his liver. And Jerry was, like, literally up there somewhere in New York, and they were seeking a second opinion because Witten wanted to play so badly. That was somewhere, I don't know, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago that that happened. But, boy, Travis Kelsey is making his uh, his uh, opinion known. Now, Drake, both you and Aaron, huge fantasy players. You watch these things closely. Chiefs are a way different team yeah. with Kelsey, but the – the smart thing seems to be if you got a hyperextended knee, you're not going to win or lose the season in game one against Detroit. You're home. The smart play here seems to re- to be to rest him. Yeah, I, to me it's obvious that you wouldn't go risk anything more, especially with the knee, when you don't have to. I mean, the Chiefs could start 0-3 and still win 10 games this season. Also, you have Noah Gray behind Travis Kelsey, who's kind of that Kelsey prototype. 
I don't know. Give the kid a shot. It's this isn't the end all be all. A if you lose this game, B you're the you're the Kansas City Chiefs. Even without Travis Kelsey, you should expect to win your home opener uh celebrating the Super Bowl against the Detroit Lions. I just don't think the risk here of playing Kelsey matters at all. I leave him out this week. I leave him out next week. Even if this was the Chiefs and the Cowboys on Thursday night, September 7th, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Fantasy owners, of course, will scream and scream. They really want to see Kelsey play because he's a fantasy superstar, but that that's that's the fantasy aspect he adds to it. As far as the actual game goes, I, they should still be they should still beat the Detroit Lions without him, though I, I don't think they will. Aaron, how many Kelsey how many teams do you have do you have Kelsey on? Or did you get did you get him on any of your teams? I, I never end up with Travis Kelsey on my teams. And it's not because he's not great. It's just I don't know. I I have trouble taking a tight end, even though there's a huge yeah. advantage to having him as your tight end like in the top six or seven picks where he usually goes. I would just rather have uh, one of the one of the best running backs or receivers. You would rather have a, a better running back or receiver than Kelsey? I would, I would rather have one of the top three running backs or receivers, yes, than, mm-hmm. than the top tight end. Yeah. And Kelsey seems to be going anywhere from like – number two to number four in the draft. There may be people out there that even have taken him number one. I ended up taking McCaffrey, which means, you know, uh, that Jefferson will go nuts and that McCaffrey oh, will be injured pick? at some point. Yes. Yes. Uh. And we're just so conditioned over the years, it's hard to get away from a running back, yeah. <laughs> especially one that catches the ball that much. And is that dynamic? But yeah, I, I understand some people would say go with Jefferson. We went with McCaffrey. I had the number one overall pick. Now, uh, news at, just in the past hour: Chiefs have activated for their practice squad Matt Bushman and defensive tackle Matt Dickerson. Can't say that I know much about either one of them, uh, but because that there's such a possibility that they won't have Kelsey. And they won't have defensive tackle Chris Jones, who will be in a suite tonight, but has not signed with the Chiefs. And we've continued to kind of monitor that story to see if they would get him in the in, in at the last second. You know, I I think about the Cowboys and starting their season on Sunday night. It's very very exciting, but Cowboys fans don't have what the Chiefs have. The Chiefs, as long as they have the combination of Andy Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes it it's a window and and Mahomes was was kind enough smart enough whatever you want to call it to give them a somewhat team friendly deal and you say what are you talking about mostly it's like whatever 45 million for 10 years well it's a it's a fixed price they know exactly what they have it's not even like a huge escalator like a lot of these things but to a fan base when you start a season with Mahomes and Kelsey and of course but it doesn't matter I mean they lost Tyreek Hill they've lost McCole Hardman I mean they've lost all kinds of receivers over the years as long as you have Mahomes it was kind of like Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay yeah you'd like to have the best receivers 
but as they would come and go, you still most of the times had a fighting chance, had a puncher's chance. And now that Mahomes has a couple of rings, I mean, I, I, I sense and he, he won't always be quite this athletic, but he's already to the point where while he's unbelievable at escaping and making any throw, it's not like he's the fastest guy in the world. Yeah. It's not like he's one of the greatest running quarterbacks. But Cowboys fans have a completely different start to the season feeling than the Chiefs have. Uh, the Chiefs j- truly feel like they can win it every single year. And, oh, what, what, what must that be like? Well, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like 90s Cowboys fans. It's like when they had the triplets. They went through a series of 91 through about 96, and they thought, we could win this thing every year. The Chiefs have now had that. What are we going on, guys? I mean, Drake, is it, is it, is it, have they already had this for like five years now? I mean, for however long Mahomes has been their quarterback, they have a chance to win it all. It, it's it's got to be one of the greatest feelings to be in a fan base where you truly think we can we can win this thing. At the start of every season, you're like, we totally should be the Super Bowl favorite. Only the Patriots had that in the past 20 years. There's been one other franchise that has felt that, and it was the Patriots, and now it seems to be the Chiefs. Someone's forgetting the San Francisco 49ers. No Joe Montana, no Steve Young in your book. No, 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 no. I, I was I around said the for past, it. I said the past twenty. No, you weren't. <laughs> Joe, Joe, that's like thirty-five years ago. That's fine. It's a dynasty. Ago, I said the past twenty years. You were listening, uh, weren't you? I was, yeah. but it's, that's is, not the that's not the Forty Niners. We pick and choose. Pat Mahomes <laughs> has uh, started five years. He's made five AFC Championship games, three Super Bowls, and won two of them. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I've only been in this seat for a couple of weeks now. That's pretty good there, Aaron. Uh, yeah. So then you take that, five consecutive AFC championship games. Is is that the greatest five-year run of any team in history? I mean, we talk about how good the you know 90s Cowboys, which, by the way, Matt, is, is what is what how long ago? Is that 30 years? 30 years? Yeah, I wasn't around for that. Uh, we talked 90s Cowboys. We talked New England Patriots. You know, Tom Brady had that weird 10-year gap. I- is this the greatest five-year run of any team all time? And obviously, Mahomes is still going to be here another decade. This is If you're the rest of the league, you talk about what it's like to be a Chiefs fan. What's it like to be the rest of the league? Because this is not going away. You know, what? I, can't, I have a hard time thinking it was 10 years. I mean... The 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 reign that the Chiefs they had a similar thing that we'll look it up but the Patriots reign it, it'll and, and nobody will ever do what the Cowboys did under Landry that's the silliest thing ever that was from nineteen from about nineteen sixty eight all the way to eighty eight through eighty three they 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 went to seventeen of twenty one. NFC title games. Like that's a crazy, crazy yeah, deal. Yeah. The the Patriots had something similar though. The Patriots with Brady went about fifteen years of just pure greatness. So nothing 
nothing the Chiefs have done yet rivals that. Well, think of it. Well, you know, 04 to 2014, New England didn't win one. Again, a lot of people forget Tom Brady had a 10-year gap in his career where it was bam, 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 like three Super Bowls. This guy's amazing. And then 10 years of, yeah, he's a really good quarterback. It's a really good team, but he didn't win one for almost a decade uh, before he rattled off a few more and then and then leaves. That's and that was just with New England, right? He's got seven overall. That is, uh, but that's he was getting there. Yeah, and he was getting there, and he was getting to. They were getting to AFC title games. I mean, I'll have in to those look ten at that. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying what because think of 07, a, 07, They go to the, to the Super Bowl. That's within that gap, and then obviously. You know, they, yeah. I think both of those Giants' losses are somewhere in that gap. Both of them, and I was there for both of those. Were you really? I didn't um, know that. Yeah, and and the one that the crazy, uh, I I have a, an awesome seat in the press box for the catch that the guy made. You know, with Rodney Harrison all over him, and and it's that that crazy helmet catch. What was the guy's name? I can't believe I'm forgetting it. The 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 uh, Aaron that when Eli uh, he got away in that game against the Patriots in that Super Bowl and David, oh Tyree. my gosh, Tyree, thank you, made the craziest catch, catch against his helmet. Yeah, the helmet catch, one of the most unbelievable catches ever. But but back to our point, what. This is just so the Patriots can relate. The Cowboys fans of old can relate. But who else is even close to the Chiefs right now? The Eagles went last year to the Super Bowl, and they've got a great quarterback. Oh, yeah. And they got a window here. They got a window. Now, again, the Niners have been the Eagles and the Niners are in the same boat for me over the last 15 years. Niners have been really. They had the Harbaugh thing, then they got bad again, and now Shanahan's had them in the race a lot. Talk about what they the, haven't had is the quarterback. The Bills have had a spectacular five years. They just can't win yeah. when you're supposed to win. They, you know, when do we have the the Cowboys Bills comparison conversations? Legitimately, that that the Cowboys Bills in what way? In that. Hey, you get to the playoffs, and that's pretty much the end of the road. Yeah, but haven't the Bills made it? They have. have no, they have. Josh Allen couple, has made it to the AFC title game. Couple hasn't AFC he? titles. Yep. So the yeah. Cowboys are still behind saying, the Bills these last five oh, years. Yeah. But yes, to to me, the fact that the Cowboys can't, and it's been twenty eight years or nearly thirty years, the Cowboys can't even make an NFC title game, and it it's just stunning. Like how how many good teams and how do. many times they've been in the playoffs and they can't they can't break through. But the Jaguars have been to a couple AFC titles in that span. Some oh, of these it's, really it's, just terrible franchises have just gotten lucky for a year. I say lucky, you know, but yeah, it's em- it's way embarrassing. In the NFC, the only person, the only teams that are just more embarrassing than the Cowboys in the fact that they can't get that far are the Commanders. And the Lions. Yeah. I mean, even Not a good the, category to be in, by the way, Matt. No, even the Chicago Bears with Rex Grossman. Jay Cutler. Made it to a Super Bowl. Yeah, they did. That was Rex Grossman quarterbacking for them. And they got beat by Peyton Manning yep. in the Colts. Yep. But, but at least the Colts, all those years where they didn't quite and they couldn't get past the Patriots. 
at least they were knocking on the door over and over and over, and the Cowboys can't. They're knocking on the door just to get to an, an, an NFC title game. What what the what the Chiefs have become is just otherworldly, and it, it highlights the fact that when you have a window, you've got to take advantage of it. The Cowboys had a window with Romo. Now, the closest they got was the catch-non-catch with Dez in Green Bay. And, and again, we don't know if they would have won that game, even if they had a city caught the ball, because Rodgers still would have had a chance. But that was very, very close to getting through to an NFC title game. And then with Wade Phillips in 2007, Cowboys had a great team. They yeah. won the division. The guys went to Cabo, and they got beat at home. So the Cowboys have been knocking, but there's just nowhere close. When you have one of these windows, you got to knock down the door. Right. And the truth of the matter is we will soon be able to make an argument that Mahomes is a better – his legacy will be more impressive than Aaron Rodgers' legacy. That's unbelievable because Rodgers is great. Rodgers is unreal. But at age 39, and what is our man, what is our man, uh, Mahomes, 28? I, I, is I mean, he 28? He 27. Oh, Dak's oh. not even. Oh, that make you Dak's sick to al- your stomach. Dak's already 30, and he can't sniff anything Mahomes has done. You could make an argument that Mahomes has now had a better career than Aaron Rodgers. Now, not yardage and numbers and all that. I get all that. But I'm saying on what he's accomplished. I, I don't think it's close two, now. He's got two rings. Oh, it's close just no, because I, I, Aaron's knocked on the door. Aaron's been to how many NFC title games? It's it's a huge it's amount. Probably the he's same now, number as Mahomes. Aaron is – Aaron's been to six, I would guess – AFC title games. Aaron, were you saying that Mahomes five. has now been Aaron to Rodgers five? has been to five. Mahomes has been to five conference championship games. Yeah, again, I don't think it's close. It's Mahomes all day, and he's only 27. That's oh. wild. Yeah, it is. It's baffling. Wild. The only person that's played recent years that's far ahead of him is Brady, and you never know. He may try to go get him here. Now, you have to have everything happen the right way because, first of all, it's kind of like Gronk. You can only keep a Gronk or a Kelsey for so long. Like, Kelsey's got maybe three more years of greatness. So that gives them, okay, yeah. again, but they'll replace him. They'll replace him. They'll replace Kelsey and Mahomes. Mahomes can play at this level for another five years. You all agree with that? No. Think about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, Matt. I, I think longer. Yeah, definitely, definitely. In five years, he's 32. Rodgers is 39. Brady was 45. Yeah, but I'm just saying he and he and Brady are way they, – they're different. They're, they're far different quarterbacks because this uh, is a throw off every level. Mm, it's, it's a far different quarterback I than, wouldn't than start Brady. doubting 32-year-old Patrick Mahomes. I He all is right, going to adjust right. to the game. He's going to dominate this league for another decade. Much less five years. He's he Matt. If you would have said that to him, he would laugh in that voice that he does on the State Farm commercial. That dude, he never the frog voice. Yes, he never turns down a commercial, Matt. I kind of like that. 
Well, yeah, because he's he's locked in at forty five million forever, which is a great he deal. Is, yeah. but, no inflation. But, but honestly, it's it's the it's a extremely team friendly deal that he did, and we said it at the time. But it becomes more and more team friendly all the time, and they'll have to restructure at some point. But very soon, Dak, who's never been to a title game, will be making quite a bit more than Patrick Mahomes. Which is silly, yes. but that's about what that's that's what's going to happen soon. All right, uh, campus confidential is next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. The McGregor Coaches Show with Mike Shields is brought to you by McGregor General Store, Pascal Insurance, and Real Estate. Coach, what kind of unraveled for your team in, in the second half of that game against Grosbeck that made it a, a more lopsided ball game? Yeah, you know, we, we took the opening drive, and we got the ball second half, and we were about to score. Uh, unfortunately, had a turnover guy on their drive, at least two 15-yarders, and it may have been more than that in penalties, helped them score there to go up on us. After that, a couple turnovers, you know. And How tough is that when, I mean, I mean, I know you got some young guys on offense, but just trying to get the message across to them, have, whether it's having a short memory or just trying to yeah. sort of correct things, but things can really snowball on, on, on teams, obviously. When sure. I mean, happening. it's real tough, you know. I mean, we tell them all the time, man, you got to be mentally tough. It's easy when you're up seven or you're up 14 points. What are you going to do when you're down seven or down 14 points? And you even got to play better when you're down seven or 14. You get Gatesville this week. I know they've made a big change on offense. They're running like a lot of I-formation stuff. Um, what's the key as far as, you know, fitting gaps and just trying to slow them down? Yeah, I mean, they've, they've got a really big line. Uh, like you say, they got a couple running backs that aren't bad. So that's why they're going to that, that eye look. You know, we've got to be play tough up front and get off blocks and, and fit the right hole, try to stop them before they get get into the, the linebacker or secondary. ESPN Central Texas. Your modern-day general store is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina feed dealer, and they have deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders. McGregor General Store has a large inventory of new fashionable clothing items for men and women. Serapi collection purses, bags, boots, shirts, and jeans from Wrangler, Ariat, and Cinch, and ladies' Ariat boots and roper shoes. Go by and say hello to Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor and at McGregorGeneralStore.com. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Medicine in McGregor. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security, and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Rise and Dine with the Fiesta Brunch La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. On his uh, Matt Mosley, and uh, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet. I heard from Jim today. Jim was thrilled one of our many uh, partners that uh, uh, the exciting news of how the uh, ratings have uh, been extremely, extremely strong with, uh, with ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we love when our partners are happy and uh, wanted to get that uh, word out there. Uh, it is, uh, it, it is going to be a fun weekend. And, Aaron, as we get ready to start Campus Confidential, I was just looking at, like, ESPN's lineup. Texas, Alabama, Baylor, Utah, Auburn, California takes on a little bit of interest to me because mm-hmm. Cal came out and went crazy in that game. Uh, it's it just from a Disney and ESPN you, standpoint. Oh, go ahead. Did you see, Matt, what that Cal kid said yesterday, the odd kid? No. Said uh, the word Auburn means nothing. <laughs> said if we beat them, we won't even be excited because we expect to beat Auburn. <laughs> My brother, you go to you go to Cal. I don't know what we're doing here. I think Sorry, they, that was in Campus Confidential. My bad. Once, uh, once they're in the uh, ACC, man, they've gotten the they have regained a swagger, and uh, they've just gone out. And they're going to beat everybody, and they're going to make. I like that. Let's talk a little trash before we before we play Auburn. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us as we start rolling around uh, campus confidential? Well, the NCAA ruled North Carolina receiver Tez Walker ineligible to play this season, and North Carolina head coach Mac Brown went scorched earth. Walker and North Carolina have spent months appealing the NCAA's initial decision to reject Walker's waiver to play in 2023 as a two-time transfer on multiple grounds, mental health challenges he's experienced, uh, wanting to be closer to home, never playing at his first school, the pandemic. His two previous schools, NC Central and Kent State, filed waivers in support of Walker playing this year, but the NCAA still turned it down. 
and Mac Brown let them have it. It was a long statement, but the meat of it was, quote, I don't know that I've ever been more disappointed in a person, a group of people, or an institution than I am with the NCAA right now. It's clear that the NCAA is about process and couldn't care less about the young people it's supposed to be supporting. Whoa. Plain and simple, the NCAA has failed Tez and his family, and I've lost all faith in its ability to lead and govern our sport. Well, he's got a point. And, it, you know, he, he's such a nice gentleman, even though he blocked me on Twitter <laughs> years ago. And I, I don't think he's ever unblocked me. I got I got under his skin. But I've, I've had him on the radio wow. since then. But he just he, – he's a genteel, nice guy. Yeah. But he's had enough. And everybody's fed up with this because there's no rhyme or reason, Drake, to what they, they will approve – and what they won't approve. And it's just it's completely arbitrary, and you see it in their punishment of teams. Sometimes, you know, it just makes zero sense. And so uh, they, you talk about a lack of credibility. It's all gone for the NCAA. Yeah, you can tell the, the dictator to be kinder or to try to, to meet the needs of, of its people. Never going to get anywhere. Doesn't matter what Mac Brown says. Doesn't matter the outbursts. The NCAA will not do a thing with it. They won't find them. They won't mention it. They will just continue to operate as they operate. And the more we complain, still nothing's going to. We can complain or we cannot complain. Nothing's going to happen. The NCAA well, is terrible. We all know it. It's it, it has been bad, and nothing's going to change. Well, I don't know. It did change in a huge way when they filed that lawsuit, and the NCAA uh, lost its standing as amateur amateur status so sometimes complaints and lawsuits do work what bugs me are people like jay billis that complain and complain and complain and yet turn around and the people that are like have all these ncaa violations that are cheating like bill self like absolutely hug up on them and they can do no wrong but they'll kill the ncaa but all these coaches who are cutting corners and 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 paying, you know, paying players before it was legal to pay them, it's like they're okay. These guys can do no wrong. So I don't love well, the, uh, Jay, I don't love the hippo. Yeah. Who is a good friend of mine and a loyal listener to this show? I'm sorry for what Matt has said here. I th- I think you're a, a kind person to both sides. <laughs> okay, I, I'd like I, this is the first I've heard of this of that friendship. All right. Aaron, continue. Former Baylor women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey, who led LSU. To an NCAA title in April, has agreed to terms on a record new contract, 10 years, $32 million, first reported by the advocate. When finalized, Mulkey will be the highest paid and have the richest contract in women's college basketball history. Currently, Gino Ariema, who's won 11 NCAA titles, earns about $3 million a year, as does Don Staley, who won in two NCAA t- who's won two NCAA titles with South Carolina. If Coach Mulkey coaches till the end of this contract, she will be 71. Well, she may do it, and she may not. I mean, she, at some point, I think would like to step away from it, but um, it's uh, it's good for her, and it's great for women's athletics. Uh, Drake, we were talking about the other day, your sister is going to be a softball star at some university. We'd love it to be Baylor, but the more eye- eyeballs, the some of the ratings that the women's Final Four got, some of the ratings for the uh, 
the, the softball World Series. Uh, these are all great things for women's athletics. So this should be a, uh, this should be a contract that people around the country uh, are excited about. Now, it may scare universities and other administrators, but it's not like everybody. There's only two or three people in, the, in all of America who are going to come close to making $3 million a year to be a women's basketball coach. But it's a far cry of where it used to be, and I think it's a good sign of progress for, uh, for, for women's basketball. Yeah, um, it, we're dancing around the, the elephant in the room here, Matt, because of who it is. It's Kim Mulkey, Baylor's coach, and the controversy of her not being a Baylor this. anymore. And, and and you're in a spot where she is now the highest paid women's basketball coach in America who was winning national championships before any other program at your school. I, I It's tough to dance around that fact, Matt. She's obviously not in Waco anymore, and maybe it's better for her. Maybe it's better for the program. I don't know. I'm not one to say right now, but as a Baylor fan, to watch her win a national championship and now be the highest-paid women's basketball coach in America and not for your program sure doesn't feel great. No, and I'm not dancing. I just, I just kind of – you can't imagine how much we talked about that. <laughs> I mean, over and over. So I'm kind of certainly uh, – but, but, sir, but, you know, there's credence to everything you just said, so I get it all. All right, um, Drake. Thank you, sir. Have a great uh, have a great rest of the day. Go close some deals, and let's get some people a part of our great Cowboys coverage. Uh, our ca- our Cowboys play by play this year. Uh, we them boys, Matt. We them boys. Okay, there he goes, Demarcus Lawrence and Drake Toll off to uh, off to close some deals. Aaron and I will continue all the way to six o'clock, and next is the Cowboys. We'll talk to the Athletics' John Mashoda about the latest Cowboys banged up right now. Who's going to be ready to go? That's next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. I'm Kyle Tumbleton, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota is ranked number one for the most reliable vehicles, with data compiled for more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models, along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on facebook hi this is chuck morgan of the texas rangers you're listening to the home of baylor athletics and rangers baseball espn central texas 
They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. Waco is known for Texas traditions, a booming economy, and a world-class university. It's a great place to live, and Monk Wilson Mandela is a proud member of the Waco community. Monk Wilson is a business law firm with deep Waco roots. They are proudly embedded in the Waco community and understand the immense potential of this growing city. Their attorneys live in Waco. They understand the court system unique to Waco and throughout Texas. When Monk Wilson attorneys represent you, they help you grow your business and bring relevant ideas to market. More importantly, they protect your business locally and nationally. They believe in the power of passionate people and innovative ideas. They believe in Waco. Learn more about Monk Wilson Mandela's Waco office by calling 254-362-2300 or visit their website, monkwilson.com. That's M-U-N-C-K Wilson.com. That number again, 254-362-2300. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and ice drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and John Machota from uh, The Athletic joining us. John occasionally goes on other shows in the area. It hurts my feelings, but we're his number one show. This is kind of where his uh, most of his top information goes, and we love having him on. And John, let me wish you happy first day of the NFL season. Isn't it weird how it feels like it's taking forever, and you're out there at training camp, and you're waiting and waiting, and then suddenly one day it arrives – and it's a pretty great feeling, isn't it? It is, especially when you cover a team that doesn't play their starters in the preseason and has a new uh, person calling the offensive plays. There's a, a lot of un, you know, there's a lot of things you want to see. I don't, I mean, I guess you call it uncertainty, but I think they're going to be a good team. I just, I'm interested to see what the offense looks like, particularly. Just be, I think the defense will be one of the best in the league, might might be the best in the league. They might have the NFL defensive player in the year, Michael Parsons. But the offensive questions, you know, there's some new pieces there, new play caller. 
that's the biggest thing. It's it's been a while. There's a lot of these, you know, asking players, asking coaches what the new offense is going to look like. I, I just I want to see it. All right, be careful around Jerry. I saw a recent story where you you lowered AT and T Stadium down to only the fourth greatest stadium. It's come down from third to fourth. And John, I know you get a lot of input on putting that kind of stuff together, but your name's at the top of that. So uh, I I just that seems like something Jerry would notice and maybe want to have a visit with you about. Has any when you put something out like that, do you do you hear from any of the Cowboys? Anybody uh, give you a little feedback? Not really, and to be honest with you, I think they should be thrilled with being in the top five. I mean, they're <laughs> I mean it's AT and T Stadium's not exactly new anymore. I mean they're they're AT and T Stadium was still ahead of Allegiant in Vegas that just got finished a few years ago. So I actually think AT and T holds up pretty well. I think mm-hmm. I had it probably the highest on the list of the writers that voted. In fact, no, I know I did. Um I just if if I mean it's not that AT and T Stadium can control the climate on the outside but i mean if you could play just night games there um and they could have the roof and the doors open i i I don't find a better stadium in the nfl now full disclosure i haven't been to a legion yet but um the ones that have been rating really well are dofi and then clearly uh u.s bank up in minnesota has been the far in a way, runaway number one. But I mean, both of those they have the ceilings that are clear, so you get the natural sunlight in. But they're they're indoor stadiums, and an AT and T stadium has the ability to do both, um, much like Atlanta. And so, I don't know. I think top five is pretty good for AT and T. I mean, uh, it you know, the, Kansas City, Green Bay, Seattle always rank very high in those lists. Yeah. They're outdoor stadiums, but they can get very loud. Uh, AT&T Stadium, <laughs> the biggest knock-on. It's got a little bit more of a mall feel. A lot of people say it's, you're not right on top of the action. You're distracted by the big board. But mm-hmm. um, I'll, I, I put it this way. I, anybody I know, is, when they visit it for the first time, uh, I, I've yet to meet somebody that goes, yeah, this place is kind of overrated. Everyone seems pretty uh, pretty pumped. I think maybe we take it for granted a little bit because we get to go there all the time. Kind of a wow Kind of the wow factor. It's funny, I didn't even have to scroll down to the bottom. You just immediately know that the commanders have to be, or FedEx, I mean, that that has to be last. Like, I don't, <laughs> there's just certain places that are just kind of dumps. And, uh, and, boy, that, and it's not even that old, is it? Golly, it's just, it's just the worst. Um, there, is that, there that has to be last. There that- yeah, there's just a feeling when you're there that they don't even they're not even trying. And so I would say that there is I would say that there are four there's let me think. Let me make sure I get this right. There are yeah, four tiers of stadiums. I would say that there's your top seven or eight and in and in that category, a lot of the ones I just mentioned, I can see any one of them being in the top three or four and I can see any one of them being down at six, seven or eight. But then there's another group that's probably your nine to about 19 to 20 which is i would say a little bit more of your middle tier and then there's your 20 to 29 that would be your third tier that's that they're all pretty much on the bottom end or whatever and then there's just that final tier which is just just washington it's just fedex field uh all by itself um and in our voting was like that was very clear i think out of the 30 voters i want to say 20 22 something like that all voted it clearly the worst 
Uh, I'm wondering though. I'm wondering if the new ownership group will, will will put forth a little bit more of an effort and kind of. Uh, I think it's a good time to take over the Commanders because you can pretty much only go up from here. Yeah, I mean they're one of the most hated franchises. They're they've been they've got a racist past. They've got they've got you know all the stuff that Dan Snyder. So it was uh it was it was a mess. I'm surprised live event uh, Mashota would not. Uh, would not try to get up there early for Cowboys Giants and see some U.S. Open. I mean, that just seems like something you would. And I, again, I'm I'm way into tennis. I know Callishaw's way into tennis. Uh, I play it a lot now these days. It's kind of a new thing for me over the last year or two after I had that bike accident. But that seems like a a, a place you would really enjoy trying that Flushing Meadows scene out and being there for like a. Alcaraz Novak match is that something that's ever crossed your mind? Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of sporting events where you have to be. Not that I'm real loud at them, but where you have to be quiet during the action. Uh, that's not really. I'm not really that thrilled about those type of things. I'd say for me, watching NFL is number one, uh, college football is two, college basketball is three, NBA is four, and then Major League Baseball is five. So those are my core five there. And so on Sunday. I'm trying to pull this off where I'm going to the Yankees game during the day and then trying to make it over to MetLife with enough, enough time before the Cowboys-Giants uh, kick off. So that's my, that's my sports conquest for uh, my trip up to New York. And I'm not loving that idea. I think it's probably pretty stupid just because of the traffic and uh, everything I'll be working against. But I, just, I think it would – I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in going to a Yankees and Cowboys game in the same day. I don't know how many people uh, do that. Yeah, we we've had colleagues who would like basically miss the game, show up very very late, and still be able to write. Uh, I don't want to get specific on that, but that has happened before. But I I do I know you late for you would be two hours prior to kickoff. Like for me, that would be what's Mosley doing here? Like why why has he decided to? gracious with his presence but uh but you'll be fine i think you should do that that sounds kind of fun who are the yankees playing uh playing the brewers i believe oh the brew crew okay yeah they're okay they're they're like 10 games above 500 or something they're not bad or maybe seven games uh just john mishota from uh from the athletic and john it wouldn't be the cowboys without i mean they can't they can't go in here with just a normal everything's looking good guys i mean you got you got Tyler Smith starting left guard out with a hamstring. Now he was on those those bands. It looked like over with uh, with with Britt, um, the uh, you know the rehab athletic trainer. Uh, generally, that's a sign that guys are ready to come back. But it's not like he's been out for a while, so I'm not totally sure what to read into that. And then Tyron Smith shows up on the injury report with an ankle. Um, as you kind of, and then Sam Williams has that foot. He was upgraded to limited after not practicing yesterday, according to your report. Um, you feel good about all of those players? Uh, what, what what would concern you the most of those? Uh, obviously, we know Tyron Smith's injury history, and so it always adds a little. We got to add something to it when we see him on the list. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's almost one of those things where you just kind of go into the season not knowing if there's going to be an injury, but you just kind of expect one to come at some mm-hmm. point. So it doesn't sound like it's 
too significant. It would not. I, I don't think it's going to be something that keeps Tyron Smith out of the game. But it is one of those things when you go back to he hasn't played a full season since 2015. It makes you just wonder. Okay, so is this going to linger? Is this going to lead to something else? What's going to be the issue? And then it's also taken to another level when you, your depth on the offensive line is by far your biggest concern on the roster. So it's like not only do you not potentially not have Tyron. But Tyler's dealing with this, and he's your number one guy that you would have played left tackle if you didn't have Tyron. And so that's why, like, your worst-case scenario, if you didn't have either of those guys, I mean, you're talking about going into MetLife Sunday night with Chuma Adoga potentially at left tackle and mm. undrafted rookie T.J. Bass at left guard. I don't think that will happen. No, I, I mean, from what Mike McCarthy said today, Tyler Smith is, is real confident he'll be able to play. And it's going to come down to Saturday morning. They, they do kind of a mock game walkthrough type deal. Um, where he'll get a chance to test it out before they fly to New Jersey. And so that's when they'll ultimately determine, hey, you know, can Tyler play or not? With, with the Tyler Smith thing, I kind of wonder if it's one of those deals where, yeah, he, he could play if it's a playoff game, no question, wouldn't even think twice. But this, this is the opener. We don't want it to be something that gets worse or lingers. Should we, you know, prevent, you know, stop him from even thinking about playing for a week or so and make sure the thing calms down, or maybe it's just not to that level where it's that significant, but it would not surprise me if they have their all, all five of their starters out there Sunday night. I don't think that it's they're They're looking at, like I said, the worst case scenario. Um, but it is a concern because like I said, that's your biggest area of, of issue is just really that depth on the offensive line. You, you just can't feel great about anybody stepping in behind them. The starters are, are, are good. I mean, if you keep yeah. that starting five up there, all season, that Cowboys offensive line will be will be good, but there's just that hasn't happened one time since Mike McCarthy's been head coach. It's just it's always been some different lineup. That that worst case scenario with like Bass and and uh, Duga, you were talking about that that sent shivers down the spines of all Cowboys fans. That's just not that's not anything that inspires a lot of uh, hope uh, or or confidence. But I think you're right. I don't think it's going to come to that. But I understand why you have to kind of look at that. John, what did you uh, what did you make of Dak? Uh, he visited with the media today, and I know you were a part of that. I, I thought the quote where and he, he had a lot of you know pretty interesting things to say, but where he ended up saying you know talking about the game plan being in, and then he went on to say, "But my comfort level." is at an all-time high. Um, well, he's always a confident guy, but uh, it, it does seem like he truly believes this team's on the verge of something and could do something special. Is that the vibe you got from uh, from kind of seeing Dak in person and being a- around him as, as uh, we get closer to Sunday? No, absolutely. Um Real quick before I get to that, though, going back to the offensive line and the Odoga thing, you know, also part of it is just with Cowboys fans, they have that PTSD of going back to that Atlanta game where they started Chaz Green and left him on an island, and Adrian Claiborne had that career game, and and it's a different coaching staff. I, I, I don't see this coaching staff, you know, leaving anybody on an island like that, and it, maybe it leads to a more conservative game plan, but I think that there's so many Cowboys fans that point to that and are so nervous of that happening again. I, I just don't think with this coaching staff that that would happen, um, but I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Dak thing because to me, one of the things that he's always confident, I would never expect him to go up there to start a season and go, yeah, you know, we're still working through some stuff on the offense, but we got three more days. We'll, we'll get where we need to be. Like he just, he would never say something like that. 
But the th- the part that has stood out to me with him talking today and just being in the building the last couple of days is, you know, everybody always talks, not always, but usually with the Cowboys, like, oh, yeah, they, you know, they got Super Bowl aspirations, haven't been there since 95. But this year, man, like, it's the most, like, where the players have been just very comfortable talking about CeeDee Lamb today. And then after him, Dak, when Dak was asked about, you know, how much he thinks about it, and he was talking about how he's got, like, a, you know, a certain playlist that reminds him of, you know, that February 11th uh, in Las Vegas and, and, and uh, you know, this team's capabilities of being able to potentially get there and, and just, like, you know, the new theme board that Mike McCarthy had put up outside of their, their team meeting room that has, you know, the logo for, for this season's Super Bowl on it. It's got, a, a, you know, a, a picture with, with players holding up the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, it's got the five pictures of the previous five Super Bowl winning teams the Cowboys have had surrounding an empty frame. And in the empty frame, it says 2023. I mean, it's just they're making it very clear that, mm. you know, if they don't get to the Super Bowl, that it's a huge disappointment. <clears throat> and now they've talked about that stuff in the past, but to, it's not been on this level that it is this year. And so I think that, yeah, Dak sees what this team can be, you know, not just on the offense. But I think he really sees on the defense, too, that. You know, this isn't a time like early in his career where it's like, man, you better put up some big numbers, Dak. You know, you and Zeke got to score some points here because, you know, this is, you know, middle of the pack defense. No, this is a defense that can win a lot of games if you just take care of the football. And so because of that, I, I really do think that he, he believes that this team can certainly, you know, get to the Super Bowl. I, I, I You know, looking at the odds right before, you know, I called in, it's the Eagles are the favorite. The, the Niners are, are right behind them. And then it's the Cowboys. And it's kind of those three are are the favorites to represent the NFC and and I think that's right. I think Vegas has got it right. I think that it, I think it does come down to those three teams. Yeah, I that's interesting. The uh that frame and then along along with the carpe, now how do you say that? Omnia or omnia? Yeah. Okay, omnia. omnia. Yeah. Okay, kind of a carpe everything. Uh, some of the Dallas Cowboys staffers um you know, I they probably going to have T-shirts with the car, Carpe Omnia. I mean, it, it, did that? Uh, did you do some research? Any Latin or anything? Now, seize the day is what we remember, John Carpe Diem, and it came from you know that we remember it from that movie, Dead Poet Society. I'm not as familiar with Carpe Omnia. When when the Cowboys rolled that out, did some of the grizzled veterans out there like Clarence and Todd? Did you see them kind of get fired up about that? I didn't. I didn't see them get fired up about it, but it was pretty entertaining to watch uh, a reporter ask Mike McCarthy about the Carpe Diem and that Dead Poet Society, as if do the players recognize that? And just the way he looked at the reporter, like they have no idea about any of the, any of that that movie or any of thing, anything along those lines like there was no playing any game with this could possibly be a crossover story idea i mean it was just very no 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 there's none, none of that going on but yeah it you know it's got to, it's, i mean you there are shirts there are there are there are, they did have each player had a a uh you know cowboys hooded sweatshirt uh, with Carpe Omnia sees everything written on it, uh, hanging at each locker on Wednesday. Uh, Michael Parsons wore his to his media availability outside the locker room, and uh, you know you tweet things like that out, and uh, uh, it's amazing how fast people work. But now, underneath every one of my tweets over the since that is 
uh, people have come up with links to how they've printed off their own shirts like that that you can buy so Cowboys fans can get their hands on something similar. Uh, it's, it's amazing how fast the Internet works on things like that. So, uh, But, no, I, I don't notice that the uh, media contingent is necessarily as fired up. I think 27 years without a, a trip to the Super Bowl probably wears you down a little <laughs> bit more. Uh, there's no players that have really been around it that long. You know, you, you ask them about Roger and Troy and, and uh, you know, that's not really something that uh, they remember much of. So uh, it is interesting though, because they do wear some of that, you know, it's been 27 years. And when you're with the Cowboys, everyone is looking at you like kind of, Hey, are you going to be the next one? Can you end this drought? And so uh, there's, you know, there's obviously pressure from, from them on that. But uh, like I said, I mean, I look at this team on, on paper and I mean, if, if they can avoid, uh, you know, some some injury issues. I mean, this is as good of a team on paper as they've probably had since those 90s teams. Man, uh, it, it will be uh, fascinating. Of course, those of us that have covered it for a long time, we wait to see how they'll screw it up, right? I mean, and a lot of fans think that way too, but, but we'll see. You never know. You get new players. You got, new, uh, you got a new play caller this year. Uh, let's give them a chance. See where it ends up, and that and that'll be fascinating to see. Like Parsons and y'all talked to CD today. All kinds of uh, uh, contracts. You know, when you get one done, then everybody's lined up for their contract, and so th- those will be very interesting stories. John, um, safe travels and uh, great information, and enjoyed uh, enjoyed visiting with you. And go out there this weekend and carpe omnium. I appreciate it, Matt. You do the same. Okay. There he goes. Uh, John Mishota from The Athletic joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. We we had something yesterday that we really think you're going to enjoy, and we want to share it with you. Uh, it is the high school coach uh, of Sawyer Robertson, Baylor's starter on Saturday, and it's really, really great. And in case you missed it, We're going to let you hear some of it next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. This Waco High Coaches Show with Lyndon Help is brought to you by Waste Connections. Waco Lions 1-1 after a trip to Dallas to take on W.T. White. Coach, what happened against the Longhorns? You know, we we had a very poor start to the football game. You know, get them third and long, and they complete a big, long pass to their number one receiver, uh, and, and he goes in for a score. Uh, then we turn the ball over, and they go in for another one. Uh, one of our one of our kickers is out with COVID, and and uh, so a guy that's not usually punting steps back in there and kind of bobbles the snap. And so before you know it, you're down 16-0. And so we've got to do a better job of starting that football game and remaining focused. To be honest with you, after after a win in week one, on that offensive line, is anybody showing up better than you kind of expected them to? I don't know. I think we had high expectations for that line. Uh, that line has four guys that came back from the previous year that started. And so we had really high expectations, but teams are aware that that is the strength. And so uh, they're loading the box. They're doing things to try to ensure that we cannot run the ball because we did it so effectively in week one. But that old line has got some some good guys, whether it's, uh, you know, Rayshon Tolliver, Kelvin Young, Dante Ward, Jonathan Jackson, DeAndre Smith, all those guys are very capable of being kind of the linemen of the week any week because they have that skill set. You're in a nine-team district, so preparation is over for district play. It's time to play Granbury. 
Yeah, and there and and so you know, Granberry runs the triple. You know, we've been playing spread offenses and zone schemes, and here we go for something completely different. And so, uh, you've got to prepare and prepare well because it counts now. Those other two, we can kind of learn from them, and as long as we learn from them, we're we're happy within the walls of our our field house. But uh, we've got to be ready to play right now because the, these matter if we want to do what we want to do this year uh, within our football season. ESPN Central Texas. At Waste Connections, they keep Central Texas clean. Waste Connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to Waco area homes and businesses. Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060. 1910 South Main Street, McGregor, and at WasteConnections.com. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs? Sound up loud and Bear fans all around. The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. Open two hours before kickoff. And get ready for the Buckle's full restaurant. Opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for Bears to be. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. You'll enjoy great food and great service before or after a Baylor football or basketball game at the Brazos Landing. Located within walking distance from McLean Stadium and Baylor's new Foster Pavilion, don't wait in traffic. Enjoy a meal on the water at the Brazos Landing. Reservations welcome. And for Baylor home games, park your car at the Brazos Landing for $50 and get that $50 back as voucher for your upscale dining experience. It's the Brazos Landing where I-35 and the Brazos River meet. Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center. 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cnccollisioncenter.com and find them on Facebook. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Drake Toll alongside Aaron Sexton. Now joined by Seth Parr, the head coach at Anna. 
And, uh, Coach, it's, uh, I love Anna. Uh, all my family's from there. And so you have ended up at a place extremely dear to my heart. Uh, and, uh, and you have continued to build a pretty incredible program there. But, well, we're excited to talk to you about one of your former players at Coronado and, uh, and Sawyer Robertson. And, and, by the way, welcome to the show today. Well, that's pretty amazing you're from Anna because when I took this job from the Lubbock Coronado, I didn't know any, I didn't even know where it was the first day I was here. So, uh, well, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's like uh, Steve Bubba Williams, who I'm sure you've run oh, across over the yeah. years, is uh, from Anna. And, uh, of course, uh, Bubba is, uh, well, he's my cousin. And so, uh, anyway, I, I got to be careful thankful. where I say that. <laughs> yeah, very thankful for him. He hired me. He was on the committee, so uh, wow. we love we love William Steve in this uh, this household. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Steve will help you if you need any new facilities, or you yeah. need one of those uh, monster beautiful stadiums. Uh, Seth, just kind of you know, Steve Steve's pretty good at that. Yeah, we got one, so uh, yeah, he's, he's big help. Yeah. Uh, well, Coach, I know this week is is huge for for Sawyer Robertson and his family, and you were the bye week this week now preparing for Salina next week. A lot going on, so thanks for joining the show today. But Sawyer, under you at Lubbock Coronado, 11,302 passing yards, and you were there for all 11,302 of them. What do the Baylor Bears, just general, before we even get to the Utah game, what do the Baylor Bears have in one Sawyer Robertson? I think they got probably one of the best players in the nation. Uh, he's a total package. You get 6'4", 220, that uh, has, you know, that makes all the decisions. But what they what they don't understand is how good of a human being he is and how great of a leader he is. And uh, the kids all gravitated to him. He uh, He's not going to make excuses. And, uh, you know, you know, there's a reason Mike Leach wanted him. There's a really reason all these other guys wanted him. Is uh, He's a really, really good football player. I'm just excited he's finally going to get his opportunity to, to showcase what everybody in the Panhandle of Texas already knows. When did he first come on your radar? Was he, uh, was he still really young? And, and uh, when did you kind of first uh, see him and, and realize, hey, we may have something special here? I hope you got enough time in this segment. First <laughs> of all, his, his dad played for my dad. His dad was a number one draft pick in the Major League Baseball draft, but he's also one of the uh, highest-rated uh, safeties in the state of Texas. He could have he signed with Tech, but he's probably going to go Oklahoma or Miami. Uh and he would uh, light you up. His uh, his uh, uncle was in my class, and uh, and so I've known the family forever. And his his uh, his her his aunt is a lady raider and won three state championships at Plainview on the girls basketball team. One of the and now she's the head coach at Angelo State. So uh, I've known the family my whole life. And when I was in Lubbock, he was at uh, he was at a private school playing offensive tackle, and he convinced his mother that he needed to come and play football. And we were having a lot of success throwing the ball around the quarterback in front of him through for over ten thousand yards. I think broke Kyler Murray's record, and so Sawyer kind of you know started coming to camps and started liking to throw the football a little bit. 
Yeah, Coach, uh, uh, after hearing all the baseball success in the family and knowing he played baseball in high school, how did you keep him on the football field and off the baseball diamond? Because it seems like a kid like that's got a future in whatever he touches. Well, I thought he was really good in basketball. And, you know, I got shot down on that. I wanted to play all of them. But uh, uh, I think uh, baseball was tough. Uh, his dad. His dad was a major league baseball player or played, you know, was the number one draft. His dad's the one that told him you need to – he didn't want him to go that route, and which is kind of weird. He was, like, rated, like, number two outfielder. And that's what people don't realize in the state at one time. And Tech had offered him a scholarship as a freshman, uh, Tadlock. Wow. So, uh, we convinced him to play football. He wasn't really great at football at the beginning. He was great at making a competitor and – and uh, great at uh, knowing where to go with the ball. So smart and uh, and and just an athlete. Like I give him a hard time because the knock when we first started recruiting or they the recruiting deal, they're like he's a better athlete than what you think. Well, I mean he vertical jumps thirty eight and a half inches. Jeez. I mean that's a pretty good athlete. He ran over twenty two miles per hour. You know, that's elite level at six four two twenty. Yeah. And uh and people underestimate how athletic he is for some odd reason. But uh, I I started taking him every trip we had. So in the eighth grade he was he he was our ball boy. He he made every trip. I got him out of class, which was a bonus. And uh he he rode with us all the way and went to every game. And I even brought some of his friends, uh to uh, make sure he felt uh, comfortable, so uh, we we were well. We knew what we had, and all the coaches knew what he had. He he did not play a down the JV football. He went with uh, varsity. I start. Uh, he played his backup quarterback as a freshman. I put him on every special team. He got killed a couple of special teams, which is pretty <laughs> comical. And uh, but uh, his sophomore year, he probably uh, we weren't very good. And uh, he ended up winning 10 games, and he just started he started blossoming uh, to being a great quarterback. And that's kind of what I told him, my message to him the other day was, hey, I don't want to hear about how, you know, you're hearing all this noise about how the offensive line can block or, or something like that from still. There's no excuse. You've already played with the offensive line that couldn't block. Yeah. yeah. And you won 10 <laughs> games. All right? So – you know what, make them better. And that's what Sawyer will do. He won't let you talk about his teammates. He's going to make them better. And, uh, I mean, I hope they give him a little bit of time. But once they realize what they got, you know, I think he'll be a he'll be an NFL football player, uh, in was, my opinion. What was, uh, what was that breakthrough, that first breakthrough moment, uh, uh, for Sawyer. Talking to Seth Parr, the Anna football coach who had Sawyer Robertson when he was at Lubbock Coronado. What was um, Seth, the, that maybe that sophomore year where you, you it confirmed everything you had hoped? This kid's going to be special. Do you remember a game or anything that stands out in your mind or a moment when you said, okay, he's going he's gonna to be able to do this? I, well, the sophomore year we won ten games. We did have a receiver that was at TCU, and they they worked really good together. We won the seven on seven constellation deal in A and M. He went the whole deal. That kind of was a aha moment as well. 
his junior year, we were seven and five, and that was the worst year we've had. But there were times it just happened just like it did last week. We went for it on fourth and one on the negative 20. And I knew we, we couldn't stop anybody. We had to get the first down. We get the first down. We're probably going to win a district championship. I run quarterback draw, just like what happened the other day. He breaks free, and we fumble. He fumbles switching hands. That's the only fumble he's ever had. And I could tell how it affected him, but I, I watched the teammate, and the teammate all rose. Never, not one person could ever say anything bad about him because everybody expected how he worked. And they knew, you know, that's the first kid that I've ever seen that, you know, worked so hard that he got a pass on anything. It didn't matter. You know, it didn't matter because he was he was one of them. And we had a locker room full of characters, and every one of them uh, <laughs> responded to him. Hey, Coach, looking at, at a Baylor program that obviously is down after a loss to Texas State, now going into a game against Utah, it's a top 15 program coming to town. Sawyer doesn't have a ton of college tape that Utah can use, Kyle Whittingham and that program can use. Is this the kind of kid that can sneak up on a top 15 program and lead a big-time underdog to a victory when they desperately need it? Oh, yeah. I think he's uh, he belongs he belongs up there with the, you know, yes, he can. I mean, Sawyer Robertson is one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. And he's going, I know everybody thinks I'm – you know, when you when you say that, but yeah. he is. And uh, Baylor's got him a steal. And uh, I, was, I was shocked when this whole recruiting process started happening, when Coach Leach passed and all this started again. I was like, Baylor? You know, uh, I know the wide zone, and that's totally opposite of what me and Sawyer yep. grew up on. But I think that's going to help him too – so I, if if they cut him loose now we I don't want to see no receiver throwing to him. I want I want I want <laughs> Sawyer throwing the ball. Yeah. So uh, if they cut him loose and let him throw it. You know Utah's good one, but you know if they can get open, they're going he's going they're going to get the ball. Yeah, you know that off the field you mentioned. They they said that when he first showed up, some of his tight ends were talking about him and said, like, it didn't take long where, like, he was already leading the Bible study in the spring. It, he really does seem like a gifted, natural leader. Is, was that just uh, something that just was extremely natural to him? Did he grow into that? Or did you kind of – Did you? it sounds like you kind of saw that in him right away as yeah, a kid. He led, he led me. He made me a better person. You know, uh, I, I uh, we had – we didn't have the FCA program too much. He he created our own. Like I asked him to, and we called it Touchdown for Jesus. And I had two kids, and they would get up and they would lead a group of people. And we kind of we wanted to keep it a secret. I didn't want anybody to know. I just wanted to be from the heart to see what they did. And he took a, you know, usually to get people to come up there. We we showed up to work out of Brown six in the morning at Lubbock Coronado on their Friday. That was their day off. They got to come in at eight. Well, he was doing this touchdowns with Jesus and they, he got teenagers to come up at 7 a.m. Yeah. to go through there, you know, and uh, that, I, that, that doesn't happen every day. Yeah. 
Coach. But I've never heard a kid say a cuss word. Wow. He, never in my life. He swears up and down he's never said a cuss word. I love now, it. I've said a couple when uh, he threw a, a ball across his body. I had a couple <laughs> that flew out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, coach, revealing some secrets here, uh, man. Man, I you mentioned the conversation you had with him this week, and, and I think to to go off what you said about personality, I ran into him and his family after the game on Saturday. I mean, they just lost to Texas State, uh, and he had gotten beaten around that offensive line that that fell apart, and just the positivity that resonated from his dad, his mom, himself um, is special. I think you you nailed it, and I'm glad you brought that perspective. But you said you talked to him this week. How did that conversation go? What where is where is he mentally uh, from your from your standpoint? I'm trying to leave him alone. I can tell he's locked in because he's giving me a lot of yes sirs and stuff. And I wrote a long message to him explaining where he's come from and where we were at. And uh, when I when I first got a job at uh, my first head job, I was 29 years old, and it was the worst. We were ranked last in the state of Texas. I didn't want the job. My dad was the head coach, and I was the coordinator for him. My dad fired me to get me off his payroll and said, if you don't think you can win, then I don't want you on my staff. You know, four years later, we were in the top ten. Same way at Lubbock Cornell is what I told him. I said, you are a fighter. doesn't matter what God puts you. God put you in this spot to go compete. When we always don't get to pick which place we go or anything like that, I told him you better you better figure it out and make the guys around you. And if you're as good as I think you are, you can do that. So you know, don't don't feel sorry for yourself. Heck, everybody wants to be the uh, quarterback for uh, Georgia. They got a lot of playmakers and people, but that doesn't mean that you're the greatest. You know, the greatness really happens if you can come and turn a bad situation into and and some good. And what an opportunity he has. And don't don't the how many people want to be a Power Five quarterback at the, for the Big Twelve and start against Utah? That, that that fires me up. I want to go down there right now. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I I'm the same way, Coach. And it? it it's like that was a horrible opening loss and all that and all the gnashing of teeth. But then you turn around the excitement of a guy. Uh, it, it it puts a whole new uh, feeling on this game. And what a great message to him. Hey, I don't care if they say the. The O-line looks bad or the defense is bad or whatever. Go lead the team and bring them up to your level. And the good news is I think Aranda has said that about him, Coach, from the very start, that, like, he's just extremely engaging and he's kind of, uh, you know, he's just a magnet for uh, his teammates. And, what you know, what they don't understand, Texas State came in with a brand-new coach, brand-new. We didn't. They didn't know what system they are going to run. Everything was brand-new. I mean, you had an idea. So, when did the most upsets happen? First week of the season. Mm-hmm. We better yeah. get over that. Better get over it and better start playing the second week. Because Utah's not going to feel sorry for him. That's kind of what I told him. You better, you better go and quit listening to all this other stuff. Let's play. Coach, uh, what's, what's your game day set up this Saturday? Will you be here in Waco or you have it tuned in? If I don't beat Salina and it goes crazy, uh, so uh, that's that's the biggest that's the game of the week next week. So I'll be uh, breaking out Salina with my uh, TV on, and I might take off three hours and uh, watch that one. And I kind of have to be by myself. Yeah. But uh, and I don't like anybody around when I'm watching. 
So uh, I just, I, you know, I don't want him to hang his head. I want him to go attack, and I want him to go, uh, you know, don't worry anything and just burn the ship and go play, and everything will turn out good. Well, listen, uh, we'll be watching that uh, matchup. I mean, years ago, nobody would ever have thought Anna could be favored or, you know, over a Salina, a juggernaut led by G.A. Moore all those years. And, uh, and here you are, though, number two in the state, and, and you got you got Anna. Uh, by the way, you've beaten my Kaufman Lions a few times. Anna has in recent years. I didn't appreciate that, but, uh, but that's, uh, those were some good matchups. But, Seth, we're, uh, we're excited for you. And uh, when you see that new elementary school go up uh, soon, L. Dow Hendricks, they're going to name it L. Dow uh, the Hendricks Elementary. That is my great-grandfather, okay? So there's my – <laughs> there, there's my Anna ties. I ride my bike through that every day, so that's that's awesome. Uh, we yeah. ride it, I ride my bike to work. I go through that elementary. That's awesome, awesome that you're from here. And man, uh, thank you for your kind words. It's it, it, high school football means a lot to Texas, and the Anna Salina game is a big one. But you know what? I'm a Bears fan. My brother coached at Law Tech, so I go for Law Tech, and then uh, I go for the Baylor Bears now. I love it. I love it. We need you. We need more fi- uh, more uh, fans. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Seth Parr, there he goes, the uh, head coach of uh, Anna, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. The Mejia Coaches Show with Aaron Noel is brought to you by In Commons Bank, Mejia. Coach, coming off a 70-6 loss to Franklin, the two-time defending state champions, and they definitely lived up to the billing last week. Uh, no doubt. You know, they're, they're the cream of the crop in our classification, and, uh, um, you know, uh, they, they go and do what they do, and they've been doing it for a long time. You know, I think, uh, I think they've been in the slot team or the wing team for about 30 years now, and uh, it's just proof of – Hey, you know, longevity and, and have building a program and this is what they're doing and this is what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And, you know, they're reaping the rewards of that right now. Now you continued non-district play this week against China Spring. You go from one back-to-back defending state champion football team to another. It's yes, easy sir. to see your uh, kind of philosophy in non-district scheduling. No doubt, you know, uh, not to be coach cliche or anything, but but iron sharpens iron. And, you know, uh, these are the caliber of teams you're going to play in the playoffs. And and if we want to be a program and envision ourselves as a program that's going to go make deep playoff runs, then we need to test ourselves early and see where we need to correct things and make changes and get that stuff coached up and, um, you know, <clears throat> we're not doing anything any different than China Spring did last week by going to play with Melissa, you know, and, and hats off to Coach Beatty and his guys for, for doing it. Talk a little bit about the Cougars. What do they do so well on offense? Uh, they just don't make mistakes. Uh, you know, quarterback does a great job of, of protecting the football and, and taking care of the football and cherishing the possession and uh, tailback runs it hard and, and, and has and does a good job of, of protecting the ball and ball security. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to make a lot of procedural penalties and put themselves behind the sticks where they get off schedule. So they're just able to stay on schedule. And, and you know, uh, Cash is an extremely talented young man, the quarterback over there, and, and can make all the throws. So, um, you know, if, if you get 
if you get caught watching him, then you know you you see it thrown, you're gonna see it caught. And I'm assuming that that those traits transfer over to the defensive side of the ball. Not a lot of blown assignments, not a lot of missed tackles. Right. No, they're they're not gonna miss a lot of tackles. They're not gonna go just turn somebody loose in the secondary. Uh, you know, the, the, there's stuff to to take advantage of, and we just have to be patient and, and committed to that, and and go and do that, and. Um, you know, just do what the game asks us to do. ESPN Central Texas. Every day, Incommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, Incommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At Incommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at IncommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House lender locally owned and operated prestige recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company they're a step above bringing easy community friendly recycling to the greater waco area offering commercial business recycling services they take aluminum tin cans cardboard glass paper and plastic they also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents prestige recycling located at 5198 south loop 340 in robinson you're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, good stuff today. John Mishota. Uh, we had uh, Kirk Bowles from the Austin American Statesman. And we'll have, uh, uh, you know, big show planned for you today. And then, of course, our pregame show from the site, McLean Stadium, where Utah will come in, ready to go at 11 a.m. Our kickoff show, brought to you by the Office of Baylor Alumni, will begin at 7 a.m. I can hardly say it, but it is true. Uh, Ian Rappaport, about uh, 10 minutes ago or so, had the report for tonight's kickoff uh, between the Chiefs and the Lions. Uh, Travis Kelsey is out for tonight's game as caution prevailed. And he was trying to play and had that hyperextended knee that they were looking at, but he was uh, made an effort. Either way, it said, uh, Rappaport said, the bone bruise should not keep him out long term. 
and um, looking around the uh, league, all sorts of, uh, oh, tight end Matt Bushman will come up from the practice squad to try to help the Chiefs uh, fill out their tight end room tonight. All right, everybody will be watching that as uh, they celebrate their championship and uh, raise another banner uh, in uh, Kansas City. Everybody have a great night. Uh, Drake and I and Aaron will be back with you at 3 o'clock straight up tomorrow. Good night, everyone. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz.